Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay, let's begin. One, two, three, four! It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. Which Bailey? I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. Yeah, all right. That's why it looks short. I left off the day of the week on the plan. I was like, something doesn't look right there. Hmm. How am I supposed to know it's a Friday if I don't write it down? No. And it's a Friday, the first day of March 2024. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is me. There is Nelson Good and morning. Kyle floating around somewhere. Uh, your phone number, 916. Isn't this just so weird? Everything Very is so weird. weird now. I don't know. I can't get used to it. Just killing, you can't get jiggy with it? it no, I'm not. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but my jigginess is just <laughs> just falling off. Yeah, jigginess is at an all-time low for him right now. I swear to God, I, I, I got to check my contract with this place. I think they purposely wrote in there, we're going to F with Jason Bailey's OCD on a weekly basis. <laughs> this, this place is not good for people with OCD. Nope. Uh, your phone number, 916-909-0985. Feel free to use that in your uh, for the text machine as well. On social media, give us a like, share, follow at Listen to the BS. We'll start the live stream on the Facebook here at 7 a.m. so you can join the Bugars and get in on the ABBA, Ask Bailey Anything, which I'm enjoying very much so. Uh, so we got uh, the FBI peoples coming in early this morning, right? Still, yes, still doing 7 a.m. 7 a.m., yeah. Brett Michaels tickets, uh, last pair given at 8 o'clock. We'll do Game of Tones. And then Drunk John, the final day of intervention. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised on who the guest is to help Drunk John. Yes. Or should I say guests uh, closer to 9 o'clock. Don't forget, you can always get our podcast on the Odyssey app. Thank you. The Odyssey app or our YouTube channel at uh, The Bailey Show. So we got Brett Michaels tonight at uh, the venue, Thunder Valley. Looking for, you know, like I always get nervous when I go see him, right? I don't know why. I just do. It's weird, like when you know an artist and you go and see him. It's just an awkward kind of, I don't know. I don't know. You just get weird. And I'm like on no sleep. I didn't sleep at all last night. I fell asleep at eight o'clock and then I got up at 11 o'clock, fell asleep watching that new Walking Dead. And I got Not up. That great. Okay. And so it was like 10 30, 11 o'clock when I got up. My wife is still up. Again? Uh, <laughs> he can do it every time. Yeah, he's really good. He's good. Uh, <laughs> the guy's an actor. Uh, so anyway, I'm up at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I couldn't go to sleep. So my wife's like, you know, I, you know, this is what you need to do. And I said, why? She goes, you're probably hungry. And I didn't have dinner. I had like a shake or something because I wasn't hungry. And uh, I was like, okay, What's well. What's going on with you? What do you mean? Like, I remember just a short stint that I stayed with you. Like, you were very meticulous when it came to eating dinner. Like, you were ready, eat dinner this time, whatever, then go on with life. Oh, I am. You know, I won't eat after 7 o'clock uh, just because it's, I gain weight. I'm just bad for you. So, I am. I eat dinner every night at 6.30. Every mm-hmm. night. That's what I'm talking about, my OCD. I've got really bad. Y'all, listen, you don't understand. Like, I am so regimented, it's not even funny. 
I'm so regimented it makes people upset for whatever reason. That's how regimented I am. And so we have dinner at 6.30 every night, no later than 6.30, because my wife knows I won't eat after 7. Because mm-hmm. if, if it's after 7, I just won't eat. Right. But yesterday, for some reason, I was so hungry, and she comes home, you know, I, I, like I was, I nap, I was, everything was early yesterday. So I got home from the gym about the same time she gets home from work. So it was like around 3 o'clock, and she was like, uh, and, I, and I usually have like a snack, like a protein bar or something. And she's like, well, I've got this leftover teriyaki chicken and rice that she didn't eat. Like, I guess her work had, you know, they bought lunch. So I was like, God, that sounds delicious. And I was really hungry. Mm-hmm. So I scarfed this stuff down at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And I wasn't hungry. Anymore after that. I get, I get it. Anymore after that. Mm-hmm. So it just totally, you know, that's my fault. Just totally screwed up the thing. So you know what she does to try to put me back to sleep? What? She goes, I want to go downstairs and I want to get you a snack. I was like, oh, that's very sweet. So she gets up and she brings me back a glass of milk and a plate with two large pieces of cheesecake because I'm a cheesecake guy. <laughs> right? At what time is this? Like midnight. Okay. Because I kept contemplating on whether I wanted a snack or not. I kept saying, no, 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 no. Mind over matter. I'll force myself to go to sleep. And I just could not get to sleep. I don't know. Usually I can turn, like my brain, if my brain's on, you know, that's why I can't, and most people have that problem, right? Brain's mm-hmm. on, you can't go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Usually I can sit there and I can just focus on a, you know, like you close your eyes. I don't know if anybody else does this. You close your eyes and you focus on a speck. And then that speck or that hole gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And by the time it goes completely black, mm-hmm. you're then asleep. And that's how you can put yourself asleep. But you got to have a strong mind. Last night, my mind, not so strong. And so I couldn't do it. And then she had uh, different movies on, like we, like we watched Hitch, and there was. Some, I love Hitch. I love Hitch too. So do I. Yeah. It's one of my faves. And there was another movie we watched, and 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 she always falls asleep with the TV on, and that it drives me nuts. Like I, I wish she'd just turn off the TV, but she's got all these problems sleeping too. So I'm sitting there watching the television programs, and then you got snoring dogs and. You got the rain, and then I guess I was hungry. But even after I ate the cheesecake, I couldn't fall asleep. Dang. I felt fat. Wow. I felt disgusting, though. I really did. I felt ashamed of myself. I'm shocked you ate cheesecake that late. Oh, you want to ask? You're extra fat kid. Yeah, extra fat kid. You want to know how fast I ate that cheesecake, too? I was done in literally 20 seconds. Two pieces. Oh. Dang. I just, put it to, I just put it in the belly, and it didn't do a damn thing. And then finally, I get to sleep, and the next thing I know, my alarm's going off. I'm like, why don't I get up so damn early for this show? <laughs> you know, so I hit snooze, and then and then I hit snooze so many times, I start to panic that I'm going to be late. I don't know what, late for what. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem. I don't know. And then my fingernails are blue again. They are. Today, it's a they're... cash 2020. All right, what? Today they're extremely blue. Like, I can see it from over here. Well, let me see. <sighs> it wow. makes me. It makes me feel a little nervous today just because I saw – your actual results. I know some people here you're talking about it and they think we do the things we do and say the things we say just for entertainment purposes, but I saw your test results and your nails looking at them right now make me a little nervous. I'm going to be honest with you cuz I don't want to go through it. Yeah. You know, I got I got an wow. idea. You notice that? Don't don't blow past that. She's not nervous for you because she's worried about your health. She's nervous for you cuz she doesn't want to have to be there when you have the heart attack. No, that's traumatizing. 
Well, I'm sorry. I'll try not. She just doubled down. <laughs> traumatized. I don't want to be traumatized. I definitely don't want him to have a heart attack, and I definitely don't want him to have one right now. But I can see his nails from here. If oh I didn't God. know he had like the condition from from where I'm condition. sitting, it looks like how when someone um in the in the horror movies where they're dead and uh-huh. you see their nails and it's kind of like the brownish blackish, but that's how his nails look right now. Wait, let me tell you something. Very alarming. I, I'm going to make you a promise. Okay. I'm going to do everything in my power uh-huh. not to inconvenience you when I have a heart attack. Thank you. I really appreciate it. You can laugh all you want, Nils. Well, I I'm appreciate so, it. Oh, I am. So they, they were like this yesterday. So I, uh, my wife, you know, she works for this Enjoy Health and Aesthetics place, mm-hmm. right? And that's like a part of Dr. Bogard where everybody in Sacramento knows Dr. Bogard, definitely in Roseville. And that's where I get my testosterone made. So, right. Anyway, so she sends a picture to both Dr. Bogard and her boss, uh, Ms. Nicole. And they're like, he needs to come in today. Because they got all this special equipment. Mm-hmm. So they're putting me on something today that opens up something in my body, that releases something in my body that's supposed to help this out. So after the show, I got to go over there. Okay. Which then puts me out of my schedule, puts me out of my routine. Yeah, but today's Friday. so I, I understand that. It's fine. You, you can know. you can deviate today. Yeah, it's, it's you bad. You got to get that taken care of, though, for real. I, like, that's making me nervous seeing that today. It's never been that bad. It has not. No, and they're both hands, too. Yep, both got, of your hands. The line is definite. Across. I do have this idea in order to get rid of my blue fingernails. Which is? Paint them? Yeah. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it's the only way you won't be able to see it. <laughs> Right. <laughs> if I can't see it, it doesn't exist, right? Paint what are you going to do? Just paint them flesh colored so nobody knows you're wearing <laughs> wearing nail Paint them black. Yeah, it, you know it's going to you know it's going to get bad, and this has not happened yet. But you know it's going to get bad is if I go out with like you know we're going we're we're going out with friends tonight to to Brett Michaels. Uh huh. And if they you know if they if they're not listening to the show and they don't know about the fingernail thing. Uh huh. And they say, dude, what's wrong with your fingernails? Oh yeah, like oh, did you paint them for the right. show? You want to be a cool rocker? Right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so you're so blue emo. <laughs> <laughs> it's just blue. Period. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, I ain't gonna lie, man. This is uh, freaking me out a bit too. Join the club. Oh. <laughs> We're both freaked out. It's just it's one of those things where it's like the prelude, you know. Well, let me be the first one to say I'm confident that nothing is going to happen to you health-wise, okay? That's great. Well, yeah. You can say that. Us, you can say that. <laughs> I live in reality, and I'm looking at his nails, and I can't say that. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's a deficiency. It might be the stress thing, possibly. Uh, it's weird how you can get stress and not know it, right? Or try to you think you can fight it, but you can't. So, <laughs> But I think there's something else going on. You know, and I don't know. Like, I went to my main doctor, but all he did was hook me up to that finger thing. So I don't know if there's any other place I can go. I don't know if there's a blue fingernail doctor in town. If there is, let me know. All right, 916-909-0985. You want to start us off? Uh, this answers a lot of questions uh, regarding the state of California. Uh, a year ago today, I moved here. So a year ago today, I moved to the state of California. But a federal judge has struck down a law Regarding a certain weapon, which answers, I guess, the question on why I can't find this weapon, uh, even on Amazon. I guess there's certain things in certain states you can and cannot buy on Amazon. Even. Oh, I, I didn't li- know that. I didn't. I, I'm assuming. I don't know for a fact. I'm assuming. I'll tell you what that is here in a minute. Yeah. Did you know that billy clubs and such are illegal in the state of California? I believe that. I had no idea. 
how did you find this out? I am curious about that, though. I was on the internet last night. Well, why were you looking for <laughs> Billy Clubs? <laughs> well, here, here's here's why I'm bringing it up. Okay, let me tell you the story first. But actually, it's the opposite now because a federal judge has struck down a California law banning possession of club-like weapons. I don't know if that includes people with no hands or not, but reversing its previous ruling from three years ago that upheld the prohibition on billy clubs, batons, and similar blunt objects. The U.S. District Judge ruled last week that the prohibition unconstitutionally infringes the Second Amendment rights of American citizens. And, enjoy, uh, and, and, and joined the state from enforcing the law. So weapons such as billy clubs have been outlawed in some form or other in California since 1917, mm. right? Yeah, really? yeah. I, I, I'm getting to something here, but So with the exception for law enforcement, of course, or state-licensed security guards, uh, September 2021, California's ban on such weapons qualified as longstanding and therefore did not violate the Second Amendment, so on and so forth. Courts have defined uh, a billy as any kind of stick, bat, or baton that is intended to be used as a weapon. Even common items like a baseball bat or table leg could qualify if meant to cause harm. So they've reversed that ruling, which is good. So when I moved here, you know, about a year ago, I, I had, like, I, I like uh, a good asp, right? You know what an asp is? I don't. Okay. and, and a, you, Didn't you have an asp as a, as a corrections officer? No. What, you, what did you have? We didn't have any weapons. All we had was a radio. That's it. You didn't have really? a billy club or nothing? No. Okay. No weapons because they can take them from you and beat you with them. So yeah, an, I, call, I call that the erecta whooping. What, an asp? Yeah. Yeah. So an asp is kind of like a uh, Chinese yo-yo, mm-hmm. you know, where you, you fling it and it gets longer and bigger and then comes back. So this is a steel, you know, piece, right, okay. that you put in your hand that when you flick with your wrist, it mm-hmm. extends. Okay. Okay. It's an asp. And cops always have an asp on their bat mm-hmm. belts. Okay, one of their yep. one of their many little pockets of joy. They have an asp in there, so it's a you know a, a, a non lethal uh, weapon that they can apprehend somebody. So I had one, and I always kept it in my truck, and I lost it. I have no idea where it's at. I lost my asp, and I was very upset about this. But you can buy them online for like twenty, thirty, forty bucks. So I go on to Amazon, and I just. I guess I've just never experienced, maybe outside of gambling or something, certain states where your IP address is what you can buy and what you can't buy. So I go on Amazon and I try to find it. And, and I still don't know the answer to this. So I didn't know if it was because I now live in California that I could, because my previous ASP I bought on Amazon. Uh-huh. So I didn't know if it was like because I now live in California that I can't buy this ASP on Amazon. Uh, I think I also read at one time that Amazon got rid of them. And they weren't selling certain things like you can't buy certain pieces for firearms either. Like Amazon got out of that business. They got out of the weapons business altogether. But an ASP is good. You know, and this 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 billy club law really encompasses anything. I mean, there's tons of great green space here in our state and we go out for walks all the time. You know, you got all the dum-dums that let their dogs just roam free without leashes. It terrifies me. You know, so if a dog comes over, you don't know friendly or foe. Mm-hmm. I know I, agree. I I'd know I'd want to stick with me. Mm-hmm. But if you use that stick in any defensive manner, a violent manner, it's, uh, you know. Then they're after you. Peter's after you. People are like, oh, you can't hit dogs. Well, the law's after you <laughs> because it's 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 it was a weapon up until just this uh, recent thing. And I don't know what that means moving forward. And I don't know how long it goes through and whatnot. 
So the ASP is what I used uh, a couple of years ago. I think I briefly have told that story here, but I had an altercation. This is when my daughter was still in high school. This is back in Georgia. After a football game one night, high school football game, we went to a popular restaurant near the high school where a lot of the people would go after the game. And I think my daughter was maybe 15 or 16 at the time. She's 18 now. She was with a friend of the same age. You know, and they're both very pretty girls. Uh, maybe to other people they might look older. doesn't matter. You know, and I sit down at the booth, me, my wife, and my daughter and her friend. And before we get in, we kind of got harassed by this guy who was trying to be funny. He was drunk, smoking a cigarette outside. Young guy, fairly young, you know, and uh, I was just the wrong guy to try to try to be funny on uh-huh. because I was quick and came back and shot him down and embarrassed him. And so then he started an altercation up at the bar with someone else. And then uh, I, I had a run in with him in the bathroom where this older gentleman who was a preacher in North Georgia was hanging out for some reason with his camouflage scarf on. So I knew he was on my side. And, uh, and, and then we almost got into it. And he asked if he could come and sit down at the table so we could talk to my daughter and her friend. And then that just set me off. Uh-huh. And I right. said, you know, the next time you look at me, you look at my table, you look at my daughter, uh, you probably won't be walking properly anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that started it all. Yeah, and that started, then, you know, so then he comes over to the table and, of course, pushes the buttons. But I went out to my truck and I made the decision, the point of the story is I made the decision of do I get my firearm or do I bring my ASP? Mm-hmm. And I, I, I brought in my ASP. And I had it, op- I had it, you know, loose under the table, and I was ready to rock and roll. Yes, you were. And then, you know, some stuff went down, and the cops were called, and he was arrested, and they found out they had warrants, and he was a really a bad guy, and all these things happened and stuff like that. But they're great weapons, you know, just to carry around with you, even if you're going for a walk and you get a dog that comes up. So that's crazy that that it's been banned. Like these things have been banned, and it's not just an ASP; it's a walking stick. It's Can you get a baton? I want to see. Well, according to now, you can, I guess, mm. you know, but since 1917, y'all haven't been able to have one of these things. That's, you know, like, how can you protect yourself? Right. right. I mean, you know, I mean, is everybody taking MMA classes or what? <laughs> the only ASP I can even find on Amazon here is not even listed as a defense mechanism. It's called a thumper for truckers, a tool for checking tire pressure. That's how oh. it's built. Well, that that's probably a way to skirt the system, right? Uh-huh. But no. I only see one like listing for it all the other listings are even like baton holders or leather asp case oh no i see actual... we can get a thumper here too yeah they, they used to sell clips and stuff on amazon like you could buy replacement clips or extra clips for your firearm on amazon really? yeah because i went to go buy some for my wife's uh gun and i just didn't read the the details and in the mail came uh some um holders you know, some of those, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like where, where, where you put them in, you know. They, it, your utility belt? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you clip on your belt. and they, I'm like, uh-huh. where's the rest of this? You know, it wasn't there. I was like, okay, well, you know, we're going to have to go somewhere else and get that kind of stuff. But, you know, so I guess that answers that question for me. Because I couldn't find it anywhere. Like, I'd go, usually, like, Walmart would even have them. Mm-hmm. Or I think Dick's would have them. And they, they didn't have them either. You know, so I don't know if they're. You want me to go find one in town and send it to you? Nah, I think he's all right without it. No, actually, yes, please. Yeah, I knew he was going to say yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I think yeah, you I'll... still owe me a Christmas prize, by the way. 
I gave you, Are you waiting the, a on beautiful that? Christmas prize. Are you kidding? Valued at over $500, my Christmas prize was. You naked in a picture. Go try and pay someone to take those pictures for you and tell me how much it costs. Just the sitting fee for a session on a dude war photo shoot is $250. I believe you promised me dip. How did he promise you dip? At least you got pictures. I didn't get anything. Well, I think the pictures were for us. You take that no, back. I think they were Yours for you. was just late because I got paid late. Mom was late. Did you not have uh, Papa Dose that's, in Atlanta? That's that's not a Christmas present. Oh, you got especially for Nikki. It's got to be tangible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I don't. She tangibly got I, all them little fingers and all over I, the appetizers. <laughs> I thought you knew her better than that. <laughs> I know that much. Yeah. She's got the mind of a goldfish. She obviously doesn't even remember. I didn't remember. No, you didn't. Right. So it's got to be something that, you know, she's like, wow. oh, yeah, look at this. Uh, my necklace. I'm wearing it. Boom. You know, the Stanley Cup. She didn't even take off the wrapper. Nope. You know, the wrapper's still on. Nope. Don't probably take so off she, the wrapper. Probably so she can take it back when times get tight. No. <laughs> All right. First round of headlines. What do you got over there? I'm going to tell you who's having a huge job fair this month and why a woman was kidnapped at church. All right. Let's get you two big stories from today outside of Billy Clubs. Now that you can own, supposedly, uh, get you learning something here. Your first round of headlines here next. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. No, well, I meant to tell you all this at the beginning of the show this morning. What's that? I appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate I, you, you too. I appreciate you, Nikki, and I appreciate you, Nelson. I appreciate you, Kyle, wherever you're at. Uh, today's Employee Appreciation Day. It is, and I got mm. 30 big points, and you can go enter to win some moolah. Yeah, so I don't know exactly what that means. They're giving away $500 and $1,000. Oh. I went and spit up mine. Nobody ever tells me about this stuff. Just they emailed us. In our little login place? Yeah, they emailed us and told us. No. Well, they didn't send me one. They did. You just got to check it. Never appreciate it. <laughs> I'm suffering from oppression. Oppression. I oppression. To, I need to see a therapist. Okay. Is there a website link for suffering from oppression? <laughs> All right. First round of headlines. Two big stories from today. Nikki D, please. If you need a job, Thunder Valley has you covered. H1. Maybe slowdowns in hiring somewhere, you might have heard of it, but not here in the Sacramento area. We know one place that is so hungry for employees. They're holding nine, count them, nine different job fairs to fill more than 100 positions ASAP. Wow. This morning. That's taking place at Thunder Valley Casino. They're hosting a number of job fairs in March where they're hoping to fill 100 plus full time and part time positions. It's in all different areas, not just one. Um, the first one is actually going to start tomorrow, 10 to 2, and you got to be 18 or older for some jobs, 21 or older for others. I would, that'd be, you know, as a gambler, it'd be a great job, but as a gambler, that'd be a bad job. Well, yeah. Because you can't gamble at the casino you work at. Yeah, no, no, right. no, no. Right? So, right. you know, you I guess you want to be a, well, most, de- like, most dealers are gamblers. Yes. They are? They, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cause okay. you, or they become one. <laughs> yeah, because you kind of have to know the game that you're dealing. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you probably get good at it too, huh? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the best dealers are the ones that uh especially if you don't know how to play the game, they'll give, you know, they'll say, "Hey, look, you know, maybe this is what I would do." Right. You know, and they'd give you advice. Yeah, or most because people would bet 
here, or most people would pull that bet here, or vice versa. Correct. Yeah, because the, the dealers out at Sky River when we were out there, the guy was really helpful to me, especially when you left me and went to the bathroom. But when <laughs> I went to Vegas, that guy was mean to me. Yeah, Vegas is a different animal. But this is, you know, this is why I'm so pro casino. You know, I never like to say I'm pro gambling because it sounds dirty. But I'm pro casino. You know, the states that uh, don't uh, have not legalized it, like the state that we came from in Georgia, just never understood it. You know, I mean, there's so many job opportunities. The old school mentality of like anytime there's a casino, that's what brings in the drugs and the whores. That's not necessarily <laughs> true. You know, right. I mean, you know, in, in, in this, you know, it's not tr- in some places, I guess there's some analytics and stats to back that up. I know in Tampa that that was an argument when they built the hard rock down there. I remember that back in the day. But, you know, there were so many job opportunities, you know, for the most part, I don't want to say easy, but obtainable jobs mm-hmm. with good pay and good benefits, especially here in the state of California. The benefits are ridiculous just because of the labor laws. Right. Uh, so, like, why would you not give that opportunity to the community? Uh, like to, to have, have a job. Exactly. Right. I mean, people are scrounging for jobs. What mm-hmm. can I do? And, and plus working at a casino, especially as a dealer is a great transition job. You know, so if you've been something your entire life and you've been, you're retired or the loyalty ended and like most companies and they just threw you out on the street like trash and you're looking for a new way to get income, become a dealer, you know, become a blackjack dealer. I mean, how mm-hmm. hard is it? You know, be, become a table game dealer or whatever the case may be. So, do they get paid good money? I don't think they get paid bad money. Okay, that's pretty good money working at a casino, and I, I've heard pretty good benefits as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, because well, they're such large companies, and you split the tips too. You right, know, right, right. So you got the tips that go around. All right, second story: churches for safety, not captivity. H two. The condemnation letter said an inspection found the church was not being up to code and that the building is used or intended to be used for purposes which are illegal and may endanger the health and safety of persons. A St. Louis church has been condemned because this woman is stating that she was held captive there by three men. Now, when they found her, she was bleeding. The cops went back to the church. They found um, a bucket where they say feces and urine was in this bucket that shows Ugh. proof she was held captive there. Now, uh, three men have been arrested for this. The community is saying one of the men that was arrested, though, he's like a, uh, a high up rank in the U.S. Army. He's saying he had nothing to do with it. Allegedly, um, She's saying otherwise. They're saying she had mental health issues. But this is a story that I think is going to unfold, and it's a lot of pieces that are going to come together about what was going on in this church because apparently her parents or somebody in her family took her to this church and left her there. Was the church open? The church was open at the time, but I don't know if people were coming to service. It's like a it was a church where uh, people of African descent went to. So I don't know if it was a they gathered certain days of the week. Like I don't really know how that part worked. Yeah, I want to know where they keep her. Down at the in this like bottom part of the church. So while everybody's upstairs praying, she's downstairs going potty. Wow. <sighs> no, she's not going potty. They were holding her captive there, so she well, didn't have a choice. Yeah, you told me about a bucket. I believed you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was so there's body down there. Yeah. Well, I guess that's true. But there's a lot more details that's going to come out of this story as the weeks go on, because there's still a lot that the police don't know and they're trying to uncover. I guess the church would be a good place to hold somebody captive. You can just go upstairs, do a confession and feel good about yourself. No, right. you do not help people captive at church. Church is a safe haven. Church is where we've always been told to go if you need help, not for somebody to 
captivate you and keep you there and beat you or whatever, possibly. Nonstop water, always hydrated. You got right. the biscuits. And who's going to be looking for somebody kidnapped at a church? Nobody, because you're supposed to be safe there. Which yeah. is why it's the perfect place to store someone. Right, yeah, now that I think about it, that's a pretty church. good idea. No, I mean, we're not suggesting kidnap someone. We're Don't just admiring the idea of devil's advocate. Wine whenever you want. Don't say the church and the devil. Wine and biscuits and... <laughs> Water to hydrate. You are so obsessed with these biscuits that don't exist. They're little wafers. They're not biscuits. You wouldn't even smell the potties because of uh, the dude with the the, the, the incense. That's yep, Catholic. Yep, yep. The incense. This was not a Catholic church. Oh. Well, they need to get on board. No, everybody doesn't do that. <laughs> right. Well, they're doing it wrong. They need to hold people at a Catholic church. <laughs> That's the only church I know. So I know if I'm holding somebody, I'm going to a Catholic church. Right. I got all my bases covered, right? You know, people are too tired to look because they got to stand up and sit down all the time. They do. They do so much work there at Catholic churches. I've been once, did not go back. Don't keep feeding into him. He's just going to keep going. I know, but that part he's saying is right. Like, I remember mm. thinking, like, this is too much. Growing up a Catholic, you think my legs would be bigger. Should, because you definitely got to work out. I mean, you do like 25 squats a session. Turn around. <laughs> that would be a great workout, right? Like a priest and some mm-hmm. leotards. Oh, that's <laughs> Stretch. awesome. The, the pray leg service. Uh, all right. Uh, Gina Swanky, our friend from the FBI here in Sacramento. She's the public affairs specialist. Uh, this is a good one, right? FBI fugitives. She's going to give us some examples of wanted fugitives with information. Possibly you're going to know something. Possibly you can report them anonymously. That's fun. So welcome Gina to the program here next. Hang on. Welcome back. Good morning. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's uh, Nikki D. There's Nelson, Kyle, our friend Gina Swanky with the FBI uh, here in Sacramento, public affairs specialist. Good to see you. Good to see you. Sorry I left you outside. for. We usually have you in at nine where those doors are open, but uh, the doors are locked out there and poor Gina's out in the rain. I'm no. wide awake now, though. <laughs> I felt horrible. Oh, no. You're getting rained on? Yeah. No. No. I was under the oh. overhang. Don't worry. Okay. No, didn't even know there was an overhang Ooh, out there. Surprise. How's everything going uh, over at HQ? Uh, HQ? Busy. Yeah. Busy as always. Don't laugh when I talk at uh, my FBI speak. <laughs> you're so excited to ask her about HQ, you couldn't even get it out. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Anything uh, Buck Wagon cover needs to get on? Agent Buck Wagon cover? Well, maybe some fugitives. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. yeah. Look, Great I. Great way to make money. So that's what we're going to talk about is fugitives, which is so cool, right? So look, before we start getting into particular cases and whatnot, uh, you know, what I've learned through the FBI Citizens Academy, obviously, there are different agents for different things the cyber stalking, cyber attacks, uh, domestic terrorism, so on and so forth. I'm assuming there is a department at the FBI here in Sacramento just for fugitives. No. Oh, really? No. That's what I could head no. up. No. So we, we have somebody that's a fugitive coordinator, but oh. many agents have these fugitive cases because our our area of responsibility is vast. We have 34 counties, mm-hmm. so we can't have just one squad at HQ. Um, we have to have them spread everywhere. It's a force multiplier for our local law enforcement agencies. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an opportunity for us to expand their reach because mm-hmm. their their area of responsibility is very, very small. If someone has run outside the state or outside the country, that's when we can engage and help them out. So it's a dumb question possibly, mm-hmm. but how does one, because of your relationship with law enforcement, how does one become a fugitive? Meaning 
how does it get from local law enforcement to the FBI where they're then now deemed a fugitive where we're, you know, all hands on deck? Well, honestly, there's often fugitives like people are wanted. They've been charged with a crime and they haven't been located. Right. That's technically a fugitive. But in many cases, those those cases are being worked and local law enforcement often locates those individuals and we don't even have to be involved. We'll get involved and help them out. And sometimes the public doesn't even know we're doing that because the effort is to locate that individual. When it becomes public is when I get involved mm-hmm. and when we really need the public's eyes and ears to give us some information to help locate that individual. Well, it becomes public yeah. when we get involved. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Can't leave him out. Now, there you go. Yeah, now, mm-hmm. now that I'm in charge of the fugitive division at the FBI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so you have in particular cases you're going to bring up? Yeah, so we, we have one that we just recently posted. Um, so we have a gentleman named Mario Guadalupe Vasquez. He sounds like a fugitive. No, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't? They all have different names. I know. They all have different places. You know how people look like certain things? Like, oh my God, that guy looks like a bad guy. That guy just sounds like a fugitive. Really? Yeah. I'm telling you, if we were drinking like, like Wednesday night, you'd be like, do you know whatever that guy's name is? I'd be like fugitive. Well, Jason Bailey kind of sounds like No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mario. We're looking for Mario. Yeah, he's wanted for a homicide out of Solano County. Uh-huh. Um, so he wow. is believed to have been involved in a shooting incident that resulted in a fatality. Um, he has not been located. He has ties throughout California, especially in Solano County, and then also has ties in Mexico. Um, so this is something that we, our campaign is both in English and Spanish. We've done it both domestically and also into Mexico. Um, so while you're on vacation too, keep your eyes open. You never know. Legal, illegal? Um, legal. 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 He's US legal. Citizen. Really? Mm-hmm. Any ties to gang cartel? Uh, possibly. 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 These are the questions you got to ask Nelson. Yeah. You got to right. know what's yeah. going on. That's what yeah. you got to do. Yeah. We want to know what you're going into as you're pursuing this fugitive. Mm-hmm. Armed and dangerous. Well, I mean, whenever someone has info, this is key. Yeah. Like you're not supposed to apprehend these individuals. You're yeah. supposed to provide the information. Let the people that do the work take care of that. Yeah. Keep you safe. You're just an information provider. We always tell people, especially if you think somebody is involved in a shooting fatality, they're potentially armed and dangerous. So definitely do not try and apprehend them. Just provide information to law enforcement and let them take care of the apprehension. Because it is kind of delicate, especially if a fugitive is located in a foreign country. Unlike what you see on TV, we can't go in guns a-blazing and arrest them. We actually have to work with a local government in that country to get that arrest affected. So it's not like you're seeing the person. You can call the police like, I see them. You want me to follow them till you get here? Like, don't do that. No, it'd be like, hey, it's going to take a little time. It's like, hey, do you know where they live? Do you know where they work? Um, Have you seen this person before? So it's going to be those kind of questions. That's where it's tricky. I mean, yes, you can remain anonymous whenever you provide us information. I mean, we're grateful for the information that we get. But it is better if you provide the information because we can kind of protect your information while being able to reach out to you and get some additional information. So his name again? Mario Guadalupe Vasquez. Okay, so Mario, how does this work? I've uh, I've worked with Crime Stoppers and Crime Line in mm-hmm. different markets that I've done radio. Always a great relationship. I've sat on the board in Atlanta, uh, so on and so forth. So, in, when you come in, we tell people if you you know report all the crimes, one eight hundred call FBI. One eight hundred call FBI. You can leave a tip again anonymously. Tips.fbi.gov. All those things. Is there a reward? 
with the FBI tip line or yes. there is. Yes, and it works differently. So Crime Stoppers, we work closely with them as well. And Great information can, can be provided to them. But again, the follow-up can be kind of challenging. With Crime Stoppers, it's 100% anonymous. So you get a, a number if you provide information to them and you go to their banking institution, provide the number, get the money. And that's usually hyper-local. So it's for those local cases where that local Crime Stoppers is. For us, it is truly global. So it's wherever somebody is, we have rewards that vary based on the offense and where the person may be. Um, And it's a reward up to a certain amount Uh, that is paid out based on the quality of the information and how it it leads us to where the person is and that arrest that we're able to do. Mm. Um, So it all depends. So that's why the better the information, the better for you. Um, because you get a bigger chunk of that. I always learned that the Crime Stoppers uh, would get an uptick around Christmas. And a lot of times... People needed that money to right, shop. A lot of times <laughs> women, from what I was told, would turn these people in because they're like, well, I'm done with you. You know, I don't want you in my life anymore. And if I can collect up to... Usually it's like up to $2,000. This is with Crime Stoppers in Atlanta. You know, and, and so like if I can get two grand, I can provide a great Christmas for my kid and... I don't like you anymore. You became a jerk. Then I'm going to turn you in and grab the cash. Mm-hmm. You Absolutely. Know? I used to look for people when we did those segments because now I had their pictures. So I'd be uh-huh. out looking around because I just want to turn somebody in and get money. I know. <laughs> yeah. You know, my dream, you know, doing, you know, like especially now that, you know, you're bringing this in. I think it's the first yeah. time since we've had this relationship that we've had an actual like, hey, look, if you've seen this Mario dude, uh, 1-800-CALL-FBI. But yeah, I think only once has it ever happened with this show, not here, where somebody had called the yep, show. Once it did happen. And a couple times people were found because of the show, mm-hmm. but they actually called the show. And they're like, dude, you know, while we were doing the segment, mm-hmm. it was like, hey, I know that person. I was like, wow, really? Whoa. That's pretty cool. This guy, you said homicide, yeah? Homicide. Any details on the homicide? And, it, and of course, he's charged. He's not convicted, so he he's presumed innocent until guilty. So I wanted allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a shooting incident. So it was an attempted robbery that turned into a shooting, resulted in a fatality. So I mean, there's a very real cost here. There's a family that's missing a loved one. So we want to certainly do right by that family, yeah. and that's kind of why we get involved. I mean, everyone who is charged with a crime should face those charges they may be innocent they have that opportunity in court to have that moment so we're not passing judgment on that we just want to locate this individual and make sure that they go through the process to either prove themselves innocent or be found guilty mario's listening right now it's like that gina swanky with the fbi oh yeah get her off the radio (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna have them coming after me (laughs) all right you got got another one uh yeah so we have an adriana melendez out of the same area uh, with her, it was a hit and run. Uh, so, yeah. So she hit a bicycle, bicyclist who was actually a competitive cyclist. Oh, wow. um, Resulted in his fatality. She's been missing for a number of years. Um, could be here, could be in Mexico, could be anywhere because it has been a number of years. With these cases, as they age, truly the, the question becomes where the heck are they? Um, so anyone that has information, there's a reward for her as well. Um, so that information can go to tips.fbi.gov. You can call the local field office. Um, you can download the FBI wanted app and there's information on there and ability to kind of click through and, and get that information of how to report. How do you know, how do you know it's her that, I mean, again, she's innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven guilty. Um, with that, we work with our partners at the CHP who did the accident investigation, have information to identify her as 
the likely the driver, driver yeah. of the vehicle that resulted in the fatality, um, which is unfortunate. I mean, you're you're talking about very real lives, and and she uh, she's a parent. Um, so wow. so you know certainly we we understand the circumstances, but at at the end of the day, I mean, there's a fatality involved, and somebody needs to answer for the charges that they have. Perhaps, you know, she'll be found innocent if she faces those charges. But these families deserve the justice for their loved ones that are passed. Mm -hmm. So certainly we want to do everything we can to bring these people back so they face the charges. At the end of the day, a court's going to figure out if they're guilty or not. Nelson, you know what it's called when we can't find them at HQ? They're on the lam. Oh, yes. They're on the the lam. Do you guys work with America's (laughs) Most Wanted and stuff like that? We do. people out? We do. I, I did a story, I think yesterday, where this guy was apprehended. Um, from shooting a coach here, and he was in North Carolina because they put him on America's Most Wanted. Yeah, we'll work with America's Most Wanted. We work with a lot of other long-format shows. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we'll do documentaries. Um, We're open to working with anybody that wants to help serve justice well and serve these families well. Okay. Our intent is strictly to just kind of locate them, let the facts be as they may, and let it play out. So, I mean, that's the important thing is, like, there's no judgment here, but these people have kind of took off, so that way they don't have to face their charges. It's a lot easier if you just face your charges in the first place rather than run. But, I mean, we get it. Sometimes the panic sets in, but... Or the guilt, because you're the guilty, guilt. so you're trying to get out of Dodge. That's crazy, Sometimes. though, that she's a, she's a mother. Like, you know, she could have just a normal life. She could be a good person and then get caught in this situation and and freak out like you're saying. Mm-hmm. And and this whole thing happens and she doesn't, you know, she might not even be at fault. But with hit and runs, that's one of those things where it's easy for you to call the police, call an ambulance, get help for the person and tell what happened. To, to leave a hit and run tells me automatically you're guilty of something oh, that my, you've, you've done. One of my good buddies years ago, he died hit and run, just walking across the street, A1A, Cocoa Beach, Florida. He went to go get mm-hmm. some cigarettes and came back, and he got clipped by a, a, a white SUV, and they never found the driver. Yeah. That person's got to live with that the rest of their life. Yeah. I mean, that's the, like the guilt. I can't I can't even imagine. Right. right? You got another one real quick? Or- um. Yeah, we, we have uh, Julio Guevara Mejia. Um, he lured his ex-girlfriend to a hotel. Um, under the guise of being somebody else, um, shot her. Thank God she lived. Wow. Um, for all intents and purposes, probably shouldn't have, but he was interrupted in his attack by a witness. Um, so he's been on the run. He could be in Honduras. He could be in the U.S. Um, again, we really don't know. So this is another one of those cases that that's on the app and on our website that people can certainly help us out if they have information. If people here have relatives in these foreign countries, it's an opportunity to have those conversations um, because you never know who's going to have that information. The more people that share it, the more ability we have to get these people apprehended and make sure that these families have justice. That reward money goes a long way in Honduras. Yeah. Oh yes, it does. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Somebody, somebody down there has got to know about this. Uh, this person. That's great. Like all these people. And and and, and when does it go to the fugitive status? Because you would think, like, I mean, in Mexico, it's a little bit different, just because the way our borders are, especially right now, is like you mm-hmm. can literally just walk over, you know. But if they actually have to travel and go to an airport. Uh, you, you know, you kind of see like in the movies, you know, they like, look, yeah, they have an all call out for them. They so got to wait in the look for them. They got a picture. So when mm-hmm. does it get to that status where people at the bus stations and the train stations and the airports 
or all on the lookout for these individuals? It's usually going to be customs and whatnot. So it's a red notice that you can have to so that way if somebody travels, you'll know. But it takes a while. I mean, you have to have enough investigative information, even ID these individuals as the likely subject in a case and you have to have charging documents and everything else so it takes by that time they're gone probably uh, frequently yeah Yeah. but not to say that we can't get them back if we have extradition treaties we're in okay you know what i want to invent i want to invent the chipper and so it's a it's a little mini gun like a pen gun Mm -hmm. and it shoots a small chip into a person so like if i ran across (laughs) any of these fugitives this is very 1984 of you to be does it exist no oh but I, I would sit there and I'd be like, okay, that's the person Gina Swank was talking about on the BS on any right? Boom. And they're like, oh my God, I must have gotten bit by a mosquito. And then I would have an app called the Chipper and I'd be able to track them. I can then share, you know, that little box of the arrow. Uh-huh. I share that with Gina uh-huh. and the FBI and they just track the bad guys. But so, oh well, my what God. I, I mean, that sounds good in theory, but what if when you poke, poke them with your little chipper, they like shoot you or something? No, no, no. They don't, I don't poke them. I shoot them. From okay. a distance. Okay. They're but not what even if they gonna come know. after you. They're not even going to know it's me. They're not going to know it's chipper. You? It's got a distance their... of 50 feet. What? Does the chipper enter their body, or is this like a uh, Spider Man type deal where you're throwing a tracking device on them? There's two different versions. One's more expensive. The one that enters the body is more expensive. <laughs> Just checking. But for 20. Yeah, two different models. But for, <laughs> but for three payments of twenty nine ninety nine, you get the one that just rests on your jacket. Okay. Uh, you know. But when they take the jacket off, then they can keep going. That's why you got to pay the sixty ninety nine in four installments. And get the good one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's called the Chipper Plus. I'm just yeah. saying. I, I, I don't, right, it's a great idea. You have plenty of great ideas. I don't know where all these ideas come from. It. It's absolutely brilliant. All right. Look, any information on any of the fugitives, or you got anything, right? 1-800-CALL-FBI, 1-800-CALL-FBI, tips.fbi.gov online. Uh, The FBI here in Sacramento now has a Facebook up and running. You can join that. Just search for it. And also on the Twitter at FBI Sacramento. And we love our relationship with the FBI. I love being a part of the FBI as a secret agent. And uh, and I love getting the bad guys off the streets. So So secret. uh, It's so secret nobody, the FBI doesn't even know about it. <laughs> All right, our friend Gina Swanky, public affairs specialist. Thank you so much. Have thank a great you. weekend. All right, Nelson, we're going to have the discussion of your date mm-hmm. that you had with this individual. Yep. Believe it or not, Nelson's the biggest freak in the world. He is. This person freaked Nelson out because of what type of person they were. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So we'll tell you that story here in a minute. Hang on. You got to hear this story. Well, I got to hear this story. I just know a little bit of it. So for those that don't know, Nelson is a freak. Like sexually, he is a freak. He loves all that weird stuff. Yep. And I'm not judging, by the way. I'm just no, that's fine. Just letting everybody know. He's a big man that likes to do weird things. Mm-hmm. So back in Nebraska, you know, he's back on his findfreaks.com apps and stuff. Right. And he goes on a date with his girl that actually freaked you out a little bit, you know? Yeah. I don't I don't know if I'm I don't know if I'm ready for this. This might be above my pay grade she was what they call enm or ethical ethically non-monogamous ethically non that sounds like some stupid new age term it is kind of it's uh you might have heard it called polyamory 
Oh, yeah, Breaking yeah, Benjamin. being Polly. No, no, my polyamorous friend. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's the ability to be with, but the, I guess the difference, the difference between swinging and polyamory is that polyamory is supposed to be like you can make, you could basically have two husbands. You have enough love in your life to have a boyfriend and a husband. It's not all about sex, I guess. Yeah, in Utah, they call them Mormons. Right. 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 So, so the difference between swinging and po- being a poly mm-hmm. w- would be that these are the people, these are the, you, you have a, a relationship with these people. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's like a one-on-one times three and you don't stray from the relationship swingers, not judging anyone by the way, but mm-hmm. swingers. And I've got a few friends that are swingers and extremely happy. It's that they believe that what makes their relationship great is, is the ability to, you know, taste the buffet. Right. Yes. And spice. S- yeah, 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 yeah. So, Leah, a little spice, and, that, and that's mm-hmm. what they're into, just as long mm-hmm. as all parties are cool with it. So, each into their own. So, this girl was Polly, right? Yes. Yeah. And that did you meet the other person in the relationship? Uh, yeah, and I didn't know that the- I didn't know that's where I didn't know that's what was happening. You hold met on. them? How did this go down? I hold, need to hear the details yeah, of this. Hold on. So you go and you pick her up at her apartment or no, house? Met, no, I met them. I met them out of like karaoke is where they they were going. I didn't realize that the two of them were going. Oh, you just thought it was her. Yeah. Uh-huh. And ha- she's like, hey, me and some friends were getting together and doing karaoke. You want to come out and, and join us? I said, yeah, that'd be cool. Because I've I've been on another like one on one date with her. We did like a lunch date. A couple of weeks ago. Okay. Oh. And so, like, I don't, I guess I knew that she was Polly, and so it was like, okay, let me, whatever. Well, you're kind of into that kind of stuff anyway. Also, yeah, well, I mean, I've done uh, actions that have involved more than one person, and and I said, if anything, it'll be good for the show. Wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm you interested. You know what I mean? To bring, to bring this weird experience to the show. Yeah, I'm listening. <laughs> but, but, man, I don't know. I get there to this karaoke bar, and I sit down, and she's like, well, here, here's Dan, my nesting partner. And I go, what, is, what does that mean? That's home base. So Dan is home base. Dan's the oh, primary. Oh, like that's her man, uh, regardless yes. of who come and go, he's staying. Right. Dan is there. Dan's Dan the man. Dan is staying. Dan's the man. And she's got a, she has a girlfriend, I guess? Yeah. And, and Dan. she's interested in me. <laughs> so how many people join these relationships? I don't know. I don't <laughs> it sounds know. just it's like all... a big orgy. It sounds... all... Well, that's kind of what I'm hoping I got Dan for. and I got a girlfriend. I want Nelson. You know, Nikki, it sounds like a multi-marketing, like it sounds like Amber. Pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah, pyramid scheme. <laughs> she's recruiting me. Yeah, she's like, look. to recruit people under me. If you get under Dan and Sarah, like uh-huh. you're, you're in early. So the more people you can recruit... <laughs> the more sex you're going to have. And then you don't have to do anything because they'll find the partners. It's just like, it's like a, it's like a pyramid scheme. That's uh-huh. too much. It's That's exactly too many bodies is. and fluids and stuff. <laughs> too many fluids. Oh, you haven't got to that part yet. That's so what I'm, what I'm assuming is Dan has got to sign off on you. It must be. Right. I mean, he seemed to like me. It was awkward. Like I'm sitting here having like a normal, Hey, I just met you in a friend group conversation with him. And the whole time I'm thinking, is this guy, it's like he's sizing me up. So, yeah. So is Dan by? I did not even ask that, nor is that even anything that I'm necessarily interested in. And you hung out the entire night with with Dan and the girl. Yeah, and a couple of their other friends. Okay. And now, did you get comfy with the girl in front of Dan? 
it was weird. Like she would slowly like kind of inch towards me. And then like, I, at one point I had my hand on her knee, you know, I was just kind of touching her leg, you know, as you're in, in the early stages of, you know, getting to know someone and you start trying to break that touch barrier or whatever. Yeah. But Dan wasn't there. Like Dan was like going doing something. And for whatever reason, immediately when Dan came over, I noticed I took my <laughs> my hand off her leg because I felt some type of way, but I don't, I don't think I had to. Did she sit in your lap or something? No, no, no. She's just like sitting next to me and then like getting closer and closer and like purposely making sure that like as she's turning to me, like I could feel that she's, you know, brushing her leg up against me. And Did you do karaoke with her? I did not do a duet, no. Oh, because uh, I mean, I didn't know if like you got up there and then Dan came up too. But no, did you do same. karaoke period? I did one song, yeah. What song did you do? Uh, Brother Love Travel and Salvation Show by Neil Diamond. It's my go-to. Of course. Oh, okay. Why wouldn't you do that? Right, right. Yeah. Get up on the pulpit and yeah. tell people to come home down to the show. Yeah, do something weird and Dan starts going, I got to tell you, I really like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I really like, like that, Nielsen. When you left the karaoke bar, did you leave with her? Did you all leave together? I left early, uh, earlier than them because it was in the middle of the week. And so I had to go home and get some sleep. And she walked me out to my car, and then we we, we made out a little at the car. Wow. <laughs> that is a lot going on. Was Dan, yeah, was Dan like a big guy? Were you intimidated by Dan? I was not intimidated by him. He's not quite as uh, – he's not as heavy set as me, but he's a tall guy. He's a long, flowing mane of hair. He looked very like – Maybe Pacific Islander descent, possibly. You know uh, what I mean? You don't want to mess with them. They're badasses. No. no. And I, he was a guy in the Navy, so you know he knows how to kill me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he does. You might mm-hmm. be getting pulled into some, like, you might be the next conversation that Gina Swanky with the FBI has when she comes in. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> right? Like, is this not the setup for one of those Dateline stories? Or, or like a cult. It feels very cultish to me, too. I've, I've always found it hard to believe whether you're poly whether you're a swinger uh, that like everybody's got the jealousy gene it just mm-hmm. it, it's imp- right. it's impossible human nature yeah it's human nature it's impossible so i don't care what you're into or what you think you're into or what you've been into there has to be an ounce of that mm-hmm. right at some point somebody's going to get mad one person's getting more the attention than the other right. and then you are going to be on the id channel yeah i i agree <laughs> I agree. That's why they say never have a threesome with somebody you love. That you care about. Right. It has to be throwaways. Yeah, it's got to be. It has ca- to be. It's got to be just a. Randos. A rando. Yeah, I mm-hmm. agree. So what's the next step with this? I mean, I'm going to I'm gonna try and have sex with her. You are? Yeah, why not? I'm not going to. Why not? Yeah, so why it. don't you just go find you a nice single girl? You said you want companionship and uh-huh. somebody to hold your hand in the mall and get remarried. <laughs> like, you're wasting time doing this. I know, but it's fun. Oh my it's goodness. weird. And it's a life experience. Like, I'm just ticking, I'm just checking off boxes that I would have never had had I stayed married, you know, in my previous relationship. So this you was, want Dan to kill you? This, yeah, this was no. a this was a box you wanted to check off? I right. want Dan to encourage me, you know what I mean? Cheer me off from the side. Uh, you, don't, you know I've already done this with a, a married couple. I mean, we know you did that back that was like then. A, that was like a swinging situation. That wasn't a poly situation. Right, right, right. So th- I think the mm-hmm. poly thing is, gonna, is more dangerous. It is because they're going to want you to be around all the time. And then first you're going to start out trying to just sleep with her. Then the next thing you know, Dan's going to be behind you. It's going to be a lot going on. Nobody's going to be behind And me. you're not going to be yeah. able to get out of it. Nobody is going yeah. to be behind I mean, me. You, you never thr- know what you can I'm get roped you, into. 
I'm telling you, Dan, Navy or not ain't big enough to throw around 390 pounds of Nelson. Promise. Well, here's what's going to happen. You and whatever this girl's name is. Mm-hmm. Gonna be in the Trudy Ten. We can't call her a Trudy. This is can't next call her level. Trudy? What are yeah. we gonna call her? This, this, this next level. Her name's Polly. <laughs> right. Polly. Yeah. <laughs> Polly one. Polly. Yeah, you're you're in a different tier now, buddy. Yeah, this is not yeah. a Trudy. Oh, yeah. Polly so, one and Nelson. So you and Polly are gonna be getting it on in her in her double wide. Mm-hmm. And there's gonna be like one of those. What do they call those closets with the little things that you can see through the little. Oh, like, uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like a peephole is what you're describing, but it's not. Yeah, there's a name for it. Anyway, so Polly's dude, Dan. He's going to be in that closet. He's going to be in that closet. All right. And you're going to be getting your groove on with Polly, and you're going to feel a man's hand grab your ass. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're going to be stuck, and you're going to be like, do I stay? nothing you can do. Do I stay or do I go? And who knows? That might be the next box you want to check off. Yeah, because you're so freaky. Mm -hmm. You'll just go right on with it. You want to be a you want to be a bear. I'm pretty freaky, but I don't think that I I don't I don't see any position where I would be interested in a male stimulation. But I guess you never know. It's your life. You right. gotta live it. See, and you keep saying think, so that's letting me know you don't know. Listen, you, you can't, might do you anything. can't live your life indefinite. You know what I mean? Everything's about the gray area. No, I think in your case right now, the rainbow area. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ally. Okay, I'm not a member. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Your thinking is very rainbow. Uh-huh. Listen, if I catch Dan's knuckles on a part of my body, I'll tell you. I'd let you know. Dan G. Biff. Yeah. I've told you everything else. Why would I lie about that? Well, I don't think you're lying about anything. I, <laughs> by the way, I'm in. I'm I'm fascinated. I I can't wait for the next yeah, step of this. When well, the I next wrote episode. it to him in the little email we sent Nikki, I, I just used the acronyms, and then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no, I better. Tell him what this it means. means. This means par- polyamorous, and this, I go, no. he ain't going to ENM. You don't know. All right, second round of, uh, maybe we get Polly on the show. Oh, God. Mm. They'll kick him out the group then. Yeah, let me get in the group before I get kicked out the group. <laughs> then we'll worry about getting him broadcast. I'm going to call Dan first. He patches uh-huh. me through. All right, second round of headlines. What do you got? I want to tell you what state is letting kids vote and which cereal you may want to throw out. All right, two big stories from today. Get you learned with your second round of headlines here next. Hang on. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines, Second round of headlines. That's what happens when you let AI and technology and the Terminator take over. No, it's the stream. All right. Second round of headlines. Uh, Nikki D, please. A Vermont town says age ain't nothing but a number. H3. Come on. See, that's what happens. My sheet went away. Let's put this into perspective. What this does is grants the right to vote for school board for about 3,500 young people. A Vermont town has acted on the notion that young voters offer hope for the future. So they're giving them a chance to show it by letting 16 and 17 year olds vote next week in local elections. That means some voters in this town of 7,500 people uh, are going to be voting with, for people who are more than 60 plus years older than them is what it's saying. You know, when you think about it, uh, I think, I think I personally, I think kids are younger. People are maturing more and knowing more about the world Mm -hmm. than when we were that age and more involved in the world. 
I would probably credit most of that to the internet and a little bit to the generations passing that down. Right. Uh, you know, and, and you've seen it throughout the generations. Not that I disagree or agree. I don't know how I feel about a 16 or 17-year-old voting. <laughs> right? I, but but I guess if you take a step back and go, well, what makes you, like, why is 18 the age? That's what I was just about to say. It's really not a difference between 17, 18, 16. So it's not. But is there, you know, is it, why why is 21, even though back in the you know 70s and 80s, 18 was the drinking age, now why is it 21? You know, how what's what's 18 and 21? You're allowed to go in the army at 18. You can buy cigarettes at 18, uh, but you can't buy alcohol at 21. I mean, I know that's cliche, but like, why? Mm-hmm. I don't well, know for, why. Go ahead. For a moment in the 70s, the 60s and 70s, you could drink at 19 or 18 because that's when you could be drafted. So yeah. they asked those same questions back then. Well, yeah, but again, why? Why? Like, what? Why? Why 18 to vote? Like, what makes you so smart at 18 that you weren't a day prior at 17? You're a legal adult, I guess. You're out of uh, secondary education, and oh, well, that makes I sense. I think that Legally, goes. I was about to say that that goes with when you're out of school. You have to go to school for twelve years. That's what they've determined, and after that, you're able to go out into the world. So that's why they come up with these ages to go with your school term. And you're smart enough to then know the difference, allegedly between mm-hmm. allegedly between <laughs> a good candidate and a bad candidate. I can tell you, every time I voted, I wasn't smart enough for anything. I've always had to every research. Time. Research, research, and then, all right, what do I do now? Well, I always have to ask my friend about those other little side amendments that's on the back. I don't know what any of that stuff means. Well, if you ask 50% of the country every four years, 50% of the country is not educated enough to vote either. No. Right. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't think, you know, I'm 48. I'm still probably not educated enough to vote. Even no. though in my head, I think I'm educated enough to vote. Mm-hmm. But there's 50% of the country that would disagree with my vote. Oh, no. Right? All right, second story. Apparently, Cheerios may not be all that good for your heart. H4. A warning today about something many of us have in our kitchen cabinets right now. So new research just published is raising a red flag about a pesticide that's linked to reproductive issues in animals. And this- Apparently, Cheerios uh, are being sued because they're saying that there is a harmful pesticide. And some people are saying that is not good for your heart. I'm not going to try to pronounce this because I cannot pronounce it. No, but- please try. No, it's it's chloramquat. <laughs> chloramquat. You know, I don't even know what you're talking about, no. but I got a hundred bucks says you're wrong. <laughs> oh my God. chloride is what they're claiming, um, and it's confirmed to be present in Cheerios, and so they're saying it causes problems yeah, it with your fetal growth and your nervous system. Woke up this morning and somebody chloramquat it in my Cheerios. <laughs> oh my God. Lawsuit. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't eat Cheerios too much anyway. I do eat the um the ones that got like the oats and stuff in them though. So I'm like, is it in those or just the regular? Well, that's Cheerios? a natural chloramquat. <laughs> the oats. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you do? Don't eat Cheerios? If you choose not to, yeah. I mean, I still have two big bags. Cause I got them from Sam, so I gotta eat them. Then after that, I won't. Right. I mean, you will it. Take the risk for 19 bucks. Well, right. I'm not, not having any more uh, kids, so my fetal will be fine. <laughs> my fetal. You know, so the, if, you, if you're looking for birth control, you're in a state you can't get it? Eat Cheerios. Eat Cheerios. <laughs> Eat Cheerios. <laughs> 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 
whole idea is like for kids to like the cereal. You just ain't having any. No. There's a 400% spike in sales of Cheerios in Alabama today. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of people that made bad decisions last night that are going to the store right now to buy right. Cheerios. <laughs> All right, tonight's the big uh, Party Gras show with Brett Michaels. I'll see you out there at Thunder Valley uh, at the venue. Uh, he'll be with Mark McGrath and Steve Ajiri, formerly of Journey, Lita Ford. It's going to be a blast. We're going to have so much fun. And these are our last pair of tickets to give to you. So we'll do uh, everyone's uh, Friday most favorite radio uh, game, Game of Tones. So we need some players, 916-909-0985. You can take either me to be your player, Nikki D to be your player, or Kyle if we can find them to be your player. And the category this week is? Addiction. Addiction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Noises, sounds, tones, if you will, dealing with addiction. 916-909-0985. Like I said, need some players. We'll do Game of Tones here next. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Oh, oh, oh. I know that sound. Hear ye, hear ye. Dost thou knowest thy sounds? Then venture forth to engage in a spirited competition of Game of Tones. Hello. There we go. It one of my on. one of my fa- no, it wasn't. One of my favorite lines from any song. You get what you put in and people get what they deserve. Oh, yes, they do. I love that line too. Amen, Kid Rock. Mm. Love that song. It's the BS. Thanks for being here. Good morning. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson. Kyle in the big room so we can do a round of game of tunes. Noises, sounds, tunes. We got to figure it out. The category is, what did you say, addiction? Addiction, yes. Addiction. Addiction, addiction, addiction. All right. Wyatt in Sacramento, who you got? Who's playing for you? Kyle. Kyle. All right. Who won last week? I think Nikki won last week. I did Nikki win. Nikki did win last week. All right. Nikki. 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 Hello? Yeah, I'm seeing if she'd answer me. Nikki. I know you're not talking to me. Uh, who do you got, Nikki Placerville? I got you, baby. And I got you, baby. I got you, baby. Hang on. Oh, she's sweet. I'm really going to win. Is your name Channel? Chanel. Oh. Chanel. Yes, girl. (laughs) I like that. Chanel. Chanel. How did you get Channel? This is what's well, it says Channel without an N. It says Chanel. All right. Well, yeah, uh, you got uh, Nikki D. All right. All right. All right. Hang on. That's a deodorant, right, or a, a perfume? Perfume. Perfume. It's also I mean, bags. Chanel it's is the whole a brand. Perfume. It's all yeah. yeah, I got you. All right. Well, you got Channel. I've got uh, Nikki, and you got uh, Wyatt. Yes. All right. So uh, Brett Michaels tickets up for grabs. Our last pair this week. The show is tonight. I will be out there looking forward to seeing you, Thunder Valley, the venue. It's the Party Gras Tour. I've seen the Party Gras Tour previously. It is awesome. Anytime Brett performs, it's awesome. So even if you haven't won tickets, I need you out there. You got to make sure this place is uh, packed so you know Sacramento loves him. Ticketmaster.com. Ticketmaster.com. We also got Mark McGrath, Steve Ajiri, Lita Ford. And as you heard the other week when Brett was on the show, it was like everybody just comes up. It's not like the normal concert. Mm-hmm. It's not like boom, bada boom, bada boom, boom. Everybody just comes up and everybody sings together and it's fun and, and we have a blast. So, uh, all right. Buzzing sounds, Nikki D. Faith. Kyle. Mark. And I got a woo. All right. We're ready. Nikki's going for a Tony Tone. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is big for her. All right. Yeah. Let's go. Nelson. Tell me <clears throat> what this tone is. 
My partner tells me that your crew switched to a P2P cook because of our success. Man. And that oh. would be Kyle. Breaking Bad. Breaking <sighs> Bad would be absolutely correct. That's a little hard. Right. That's a little hard, all right? Yeah. Guess it's difficult when you've never seen one. An episode. Oh, you've never, never seen Breaking Bad never at all? Never not one time. No, it's going to be tough. It's a good show. Yeah. All right, listen. That's what I heard. Tell me then what this tone is. At a time when America was ready to party. Look, if you really want to score, I got the guy. Barbie! I don't nickel and dime. You want it or not? We'll take it. You know how much money you can make with this stuff back east? Whoa. One man. Oh. That would be Bailey. I didn't know if you wanted the song or what, but that's Blow. And that would be Blow. Yes. Blinded oh. by the light. That would, in fact, be Blow. Hmm. How about then this tone? Your first opportunity to score yourself two points. Baby. Boom. Nikki D. Oh. Nikki D. I think that's nope. uh, uh, five. Brass monkey. Four. And that is correct by. <laughs> woo. Woo. Five. We're hot chili peppers. No, woo, 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 woo. Bailey. Wait, you gotta, you gotta let me finish. You, you just, just said, said the, the red hot chili peppers. peppers. You finished. That's wrong. Yes, that's why I'm going, the Beastie Boys. And that would be a split of points oh, between the two of you. Fast monkey. You didn't think I knew that. You said, no, no. No, and I made that mistake no. last week of being like, go yeah, ahead, did. kid. And she was like, <laughs> shattered by, oh, you know, whatever. I believe it was Jumper. Jumper by Third yeah, Eye Blind, yeah. Yeah, she did. She, she tuned you up on that one, didn't she? How about... This tone. My name is Bianca. I'm 34 and I am from Las Vegas, Nevada. Ten years Man. ago, I was a. And that be Kyle? My Strange Addiction. And that will be absolutely. Dang, correct. I was waiting for that. I, I needed to. I knew, hear something. I knew it was one of those shows that I don't she watch. I was about to say, I eat clay and cigarettes. See, then butts. I would have known. Oh, That's what I was God. waiting to hear. Actually, I take that back. I have watched that show. Yes, I watch it. Yeah, watch it. it's actually pretty trippy. The key yeah, to eating a... clay and cigarette butts is to grab that craft single. You just grab a Right, right, Exactly. How about then? This tone. I'm pissed. Okay, pissed. Why? Because no way should she be here. All right, but tell her. No way should you be here. That's right, that's the rule. No using. You broke it. I'm sorry. Sorry, my ass. All you've done since you got here is sit around while the rest of us work our butts off. I realize And now you expect us to be glad that they let you stay. I'm not expecting anything. Gwen, just listening. Everybody. Feeling words. I don't Five, think you are giving. I don't four. feel that you are giving. I don't know what this is, but I want to see it. I'm trying. I don't think you have I know it. Oh, my God. I, I know it. Because I want to see it. I don't know it, but I know it. Go. It is a Sandra Bullock movie called 28 Days. Oh, I love Days. her. I yes. love her. I'm going to go watch that. That movie oh. sounds fun. God. It was a really good movie, that's actually. That's the zombie one, right? No, no, no. this about a days later. Kyle. Oh, that's their sequel. Yeah, Got r- it. Wrong game of tones. <laughs> oh my God. Zombies next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no point awarded there. How about this tone? Boom. Faith. And that would be Bailey. That's matches. Faith. And that is incorrect. What? That is smoking. Mm-hmm. I, I said Nikki Faith. D. Yes, the Nikki That is uh, lighting up a cigarette. Smoke a cigarette. And smoking a cigarette is what, what I was looking for, yes. What? What did, what did, what did I do wrong? Matches. 
Lighting matches. At the end of it. The lighter click was definitely up. That's a lighter click. And Whatever. A cigarette. I don't know how y'all smoke your cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> Mine sounds just like that, and I use matches. Homemade, by the way. <clears throat> how about this tone? Gold. Think they lost their potency? Huh? Check the bottom. January 81. The f***ing duds. Let's take a... Oh, God. Dump, dump, dump. You have to dump it. Bailey. Jordan. Yeah, babe. We're both Dito's on the phone. Okay. Okay? I have no idea what this is. I got nothing. I got confused with the cuss words. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. my fault. I thought I bleeped all the cuss words. It would be the Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, how do I not know that? Like, yeah, I, you got, we should have had you play it again, and yeah. I, you know, you. No, I know, but couldn't play it again because I didn't have. I missed one of seventeen cuss words that are in the stupid movie. I know. You're well. You're it's get, only seventeen. I tell you, you moved to Nebraska. We do all this Terminator stuff. You're going out with chicks that have boyfriends. You're just getting lazy. That's what's happening. Is that what? Is it, now you're calling my work ethic into question. Well, when you date women that have men and you go karaoke on during the week. The karaoke was two days ago. So now what? You know what they say. What? Once you go poly, you get lazy. That's what they say. Poly does rhyme with lazy. <laughs> no, it doesn't. That was poly lazy. I agree. Please okay, make thank it you. fit. Some marsupial. <laughs> thank you, Kyle. How about how about it? This tone. Cuss Ten cuss words. <laughs> <laughs> Two points. Baby, that's all we need. And that'd be Kyle. Afro man. That's one point. Wow. I got it. Woo. Crazy Five. rap? No. Woo. And that is the technically correct word. Wow. Wow. I would have accepted Colt 45 because that is how it is known. I thought it was but I get high. Actually called crazy because rap. I got high. Oh. Also by Afro man. Oh. Yeah, that's a I didn't know. That's a different song. Hmm? He had more than this one. one. All right. How about, I don't like the attitude. How about this tone? Thanks for the left. Bernie, Thanks. where's Whoa. my car? And that'd be Nickety. No. That's the Simpsons. Whoa, no, don't whoa. Say, that is the Simpsons. Hmm. What is the eye roll? I can see you. Hmm. Right now, Kyle is in the lead with four points. I have three. Bailey has two. Yeah, that's all right. Good game today. Right. It is. No, it's not. <laughs> How about... This tone. Do you want to play rough? Okay. Whoa. And that'd be Kyle. <laughs> Scarface. Son of a And that is correct. Dang. How you didn't know that? I did know that. Oh, How you my didn't microphone's know that. not on. <laughs> I didn't. He doesn't have my microphone. Oh, yeah, it is potted You've down. All, he's already riled up, and this is how you're going to do, and you're going to keep, keep uh, poking the bear? <laughs> Nikki D? Me? What do yeah. I do? I'm just how playing a game of tone. <laughs> Next you know one. I'm gonna have to pay for that later. <laughs> How about too bad you're broke. This oh I don't even want. God dang it! This had to be a tone. How about this tone for two points? That'd be Bailey. George Thorogood, bad to the bone. And that's incorrect. George Thorogood, one point. Whoa. Not bad Whoa. to the bone. Bailey. Uh, that is five, four, <sighs> one, three, one with two. Uh, that's wrong. When I drink alone, I prefer to be by myself. That's more than I needed, but it's just I drink alone. Oh, I thought it was Bands of the Bone, too. B -b 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 yeah, not a Thoroughgood fan, personally <laughs> and professionally. That's why I said before I played the stupid tone, why did I put this tone in? The good news <laughs> no, is you hate he won't be a part of I will turn him down anytime he wants to come on the radio. <laughs> 
How about this tone? Woo! That's Bailey. That is opening a beer, cracking and a beer, yes, popping a beer. Cracking a beer. It's you. Tell me about matches and beer. <laughs> <laughs> Lighting a beer. <laughs> the man is cracking himself a beer. How about then? This tone. Because I know somewhere deep down in my heart, Man. I still love you. Intervention? And that is the oh! scene from Intervention. Why didn't you play the music? That's what I was waiting for, the music. Yeah. I've heard that same I'm line like, so many times. What movie is this? Yeah. Dang. Oh, yeah. It's very it's difficult. Dang. You got it's from Intervention. Shut up. What? Did you <laughs> shut up? Is that what you said? How about then? This tone right here. Well, we, we probably got an hour before we really got to get him downstairs. Okay, great. Well, let's just get a wheelchair and wheel his ass into the hearing. Oh, Harley's made, man. Oh, Harley's got a wheelchair? We got cocaine. Whoa, man. Bailey. Cheech and Chong. And that's incorrect. Man. Kyle. Pineapple Express? That's incorrect. Oh, yeah. All in May. I'm on the list. Well, what's the deal, buddy? You look like you're hurt for certain. Thanks for Do coming. not touch the merch, mother Whoa! Whoa! Dang it. Wow! Uh, uh, Alright. We, we gotta we gotta finish this game. Where's Ooh. what's the score? This is all Kyle is <laughs> in the lead doing, with dude? uh seven. I have three, you have four. Seven, three, and four. Alright. We got sixty seconds. Find I something. Do all music from now on. I know the music doesn't have it. It's Ooh. the damn movie scenes about addiction are all loaded with these. Ooh. I'm gonna swear myself. Things. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd think you'd take those out, but go ahead. I, I did. Listen to the rest of the clip. There's 16 different bleeps don't, in there. Don't don't have a heart attack over there. I want him to have it before me. Right? Yeah. That'd mean I that I it. won the bet. I can't take it. Yeah. How about this tone for two points, please? Oh, whoa. That'd be Bailey. That is Metallica. One point. And that is uh, Whiskey in the Jar. And that is two points for Bailey. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. How about this tone, please? Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes. Weeds. And that would be the intro to the show, Weeds. Wow. Little boxes full of tickets. Good for you. I remember that show. Uh, If you've not watched Weeds, watch till, like, season four. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, then it jumps the show. Putting it on my schedule. How about this? Another opportunity for you to take home two points. It's not like me to walk away. It's a great song. Will. Bailey. Theory of a Dead Man. And that's incorrect. Will. Bailey. Five. She said that four, so confident and wrong. Two. <laughs> One. <laughs> Why do I not know the answer? Man. Addicted. Song. Five, four, three, two, addicted. one. That'd be addicted by. What? Kyle buzzed what? in. Can you not hear him? Yeah, he did, did say it. He buzzed no. in he, and he said addicted. He said addicted, well, but he, he doesn't know the, the that, artist. You can have the point. By who, I Kyle? I yeah. don't know the artist. No, I want you to say a name. Um. Trash. Good guess. Good guess. I thought you were saying the goofy, like, ladies at the grocery store. Who is saving, that? Saving, saving Abel. Abel. That's right. God, son of a Saving Abel. I didn't know that. All right. What's, What's the score? score? Kyle has nine. I have three. You have six. 
nine, six, and three? Yep. Okay, Kyle wins. There's yep. no three, way six, to do nine. it. Three, six, nine. Wyatt, congratulations. Nicely done. Well, you didn't do anything. All right, Kyle. That was yeah. tough. So, I'm going to see you tonight. Who are you bringing for uh, Brett Michaels? I'll bring my wife, Jennifer. Okay. Well, is hey, Jennifer. Is Jennifer a Brett fan? Are you a Brett fan? Uh, she's going to be. All right. Well, are you? Oh, yeah. All right. You a Poison fan? Okay. All right. I want to put you on hold. Thunder Valley venue. Those are our last pair of passes to give out. Again, for everybody else, Ticketmaster.com. Uh, if uh, if you get a chance, try to grab me. We'll have a drink. We'll high five. We'll take pictures. Is that cool? Yeah, awesome. All right, man. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. There we go. Sorry about uh, that Nikki and Channel. We apologize. Goodness we just, we just didn't get it. Chanel. Very, very discombobulated Game of Tones this week. That's what happens when you let technology take over and you got dates on the weekday and you're going out and you're involving yourself in these very odd relationships with four women and five men. You just don't focus on your work. A lot was going on there. That gave me anxiety. I know. I I. I, I Look at my fingernails. They're even more blue. Oh, my gosh. You guys are supposed to help me not stress more. Look at this guy. He doesn't care. Look at him. He's trying to do it. He's trying to give me a heart attack. Now he's upset. Mm. I'm trying to give you a heart attack. I'm trying to have heart attack myself. Say. You, there's nobody who, who, who takes more pride in this show and, and wants uh, this show to succeed more than me because I want you guys to See? look like stars. How you got to take a deep breath. How am I supposed to relax? With I don't that know. Kind of, the both of you are stressing kind, me out. With that kind, well, I'm not. You listen to my tone. The both of you How are. am I supposed to unwind? When I've got somebody like that yelling at me. You can't. I, like I said, you I need can. to find a therapist because I'm oppressed. It's too much. And I'm very sad. I'm being repressed. And I feel targeted. All these things. Look at him. Look at his face. He's yeah. angry right now. He's angry yeah, at himself. I'm angry at myself. You Why should not? be. You should be. You should have a horrible day today going into I'm, a weekend. I'm going to. You should have a horrible weekend because of your... Incompetence? <laughs> go ahead. Say it. Everybody already thinks in the building that I'm stupid, so go ahead. See? Look at that. That's the I attitude. You're great, Nelson. That's the attitude you need until Monday, and so you can regroup and redeem yourself. <laughs> it's a joke. Relax over I'm there. Fine. I'm, fine. I'm fine. I get it. I understand where he is mentally. Kyle's serious because he's part of this crew. Nikki's yeah. freaking out because she really thinks he's going to have a heart attack. And your fingernails are black. I mean, it's too much going blue. on in here for blue. you. His fingernails are blue. Don't no, turn them they're, black. they're almost turning black. I it's wish, a lot going I on. I wish they were black. Then I could say I was emo, but they're blue because I don't think I'm getting oxygen to my body, which could possibly make me die. I could po- These could possibly be my last words. No, there won't be. You want to say, like, you love your wife or something, and just in case those are your last words? No, my last words are going to be, Nelson, you're an idiot. <laughs> Put it on the tombstone. Oh my god. That's fair. Yeah. That is fair. 916-909-0985. Uh I'm a rock fan, not uh just music, but the dude, Dwayne Johnson. He's brilliant. Why is he so brilliant? Because of what he's been able to do his entire career leading up to now. It was all the big receipt, so he could finally get his. I'll explain here in a minute. Hang on. You'd be lying to yourself if you said life is not about the receipt. And the people that say, people that don't have ulterior motives, people that don't want to give receipts, uh, are full of crap. Absolutely full of crap. And they're uh, idiots on top of that. Uh, like The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, right? So if you're a wrestling fan, you like The Rock as a wrestler. If you're a movie fan, you like The Rock as a movie star. Mm-hmm. If you got kids that grew up with the what, Mo- 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 my, Moana. 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 I mean, that was big with the kids and the Disney flicks he's done. I mean, the guy's done it all. I'm a fan, right? And the guy's stardom just went pew. 
I remember having him on my show when Scorpion King came out, which was technically his second movie, right? Because you had the mm-hmm. bad CGI of The Mummy Returns prior, and then The Scorpion King, he did all that. And then after that, it was just, just crazy. Mm-hmm. So um, The Rock now back in wrestling for us wrestling fans. You know, Abe Cannon, our afternoon guy, starts at 3 o'clock. He's a wrestling fan. So when we go play poker on Saturdays, we talk poker and wrestling. He's my man, my boy. And, you know, he comes back to the WWE. Now, the WWE just recently combined with the UFC, uh, UFC uh, bought by, merged with what is called TKO, which is the company that now really owns both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, Vince McMahon with his problems and his ongoing issues that will come out, uh, he's out of the picture. Dana White's still strong. Uh, I like Dana White. He's a good He's a good dude, right? And so part of the deal to bring Dwayne Johnson back was he joined the board of directors for TKO. And again, the company that owns WWE as well as UFC. He received a $30 million stock award as part of the deal. Not that he needs the money, but $30 million is $30 million. I'm sure he'll take it. I'm sure his kids appreciate it too. Right. Right. Also, um, the WWE has granted a 10-year contract to use some of The Rock's IPs, during which time Johnson is barred from licensing these IPs to competitors. Before, I should have said, with this deal, he's granted IP intellectual property to The Rock, Jabroni. Like, when he first started, he was The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, right? Because he was still under WWE thumb. As his career grew, he became what? Dwayne Johnson. Mm -hmm. Now, people would refer to him as The Rock, which is fine. But he, it was. It's weird how you, if you understand how that kind of stuff works. So it took me so long to sign this deal here. I've got like two, three page, pages. I'm not a rock, but of IP, you know, intellectual property. It's important to own your name. Yes. It's important to own your property. It's important to own your social media now more than ever. It's important to own your dot coms if you're in that real estate business. So the Rock Jabroni, which is one of his catchphrases, uh, which he actually stole from there and Sheik. Candy Ass, If You Smelt the Rock is Cooking, Rocky Malavia, which is his first name, Rudy Poo, The Samoan Sensation, all, The Great One. Mm-hmm. All these different terms, it's kind of like Bruce Buffer, Let's Get Ready to Rumble. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. And he owns all that. This is the biggest receipt that he could possibly get as he's probably, what, around 50 years of age. He finally, full circle, is able to come back around to the business that made him who he is today where he went through the ups and downs, he went through the grind, the road, trials, tribulation, all that kind of stuff, and he's now going, okay, I now own you guys, and I own everything that is me. You no longer have any say in what I can do, what I can write, what I can promote, what I can market. That's brilliant. I love stuff like that. That's the ultimate receipt, Mm -hmm. is to wrap back around to the very beginning and give a big, uh, to that person or those people, mm-hmm. you know, and Absolutely. I don't think I don't think he it's malicious in any way. He's doing this. It's, he made those things what they are today, so it's kind of only right that he owns it. Right. Think about Nikki. Something that you know, um, I don't know. You go back to the way beginning when you were younger. Somebody, you know, wouldn't let you do something or said something. Right. Twenty, thirty, forty years later, mm-hmm. you're able to work towards finding a way to give the big oomph. Right. It feels good. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. I can't. I don't have a scenario like that in my life. Well, I got where a, I got a million. I had to go back and do that. But um, I, I'm, I'm a little bit giving a little bit of a receipt to somebody. I'm not even going to give them credit. Who told me like I'll never be nothing in radio? 
So I'm kind of doing a little bit of something. Mm. So I think that'll, that'll just a little bit of a receipt I have. I didn't say that, did I? No, you didn't okay. say that. Uh, I mean, you you said oh, some things, like, but you is, didn't say that. Uh, is that why you said some things? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, the first day I met him, he did say some things to me. I don't think that's he didn't say that. Oh, that's mm. uh, something about a a triple threat or something, something triple threat. That's the yeah. stuff Nelson does with the ladies and the guys. Mm-hmm. That is what Nelson's yeah, doing. That's the ladies and the guys. Uh, <laughs> people all have always said that I live a very hun- unhealthy life because I have a life hit list. You do, <laughs> you know, you do. <laughs> and I, I. You know, for years, I kind of tried to understand where they were coming from and tried to see what they were saying. And even at times, maybe bought into, you know, maybe you're right and I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. I like to try to do that. You know, my my first wife and that divorce made me realize that you have to ask the question first in any type of scenario. What did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. You know, and if you can honestly answer that, nothing. Right. Then you then find out the next step, right? And you go and go. But yeah, I think you got to point the finger at yourself before you try to find a solution. Yeah. And I do that, but I've I, I've I've never found a legitimate reason why having a life hit list is unhealthy. It's very unhealthy because See? I don't number just, one, just I again. know that you feel like you're working your way towards something to give that final receipt and that oomph. But sometimes it can beat you down mentally and physically, yeah. especially when you're working so hard to beat the stuff on this list and, and you realize you're probably not going to do that or never do it. Then that's all that's on your mind. You just you just made me right right there. It explains everything. I guess I'm just no. on a, a higher tier than the rest of everyone. No. But. You know, they say that forgiveness isn't for it's not for other people. It's for you. Right. Yes. Yeah. I've got no I've got I, I why why forgive? It takes too much time. I have no desire. It's a lot no, easier to just forgive is, and move on. See, yeah, yeah, holding the grudge is taking too much time. It's not a see. That's where it gets twisted. Using the word grudge. Grudge is not the point. You have a life hit list. That's a grudge. No, no, no. It's called motivation. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, I knew he was going to say it was motivation. But again, it's motivation now. What is it when you don't get the receipt? You. That's and again, that's why I'm on a different level than you. Is because don't is not in my vocabulary. Until you die. Until I die. And then I won't realize one way or the other. <laughs> yeah, but aren't you just constantly adding to this list, even as you're checking names off? Hold on, I'm writing Nelson. Right <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> what? That's fair. <laughs> I just said I love you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. The list is, uh, what do we call it around here? It's living. It's a living list. It's a living it's list. A living list. So it's a living list. list. So and, you know, when it goes back to, you know, my mother was once on it, right? But mm-hmm. she got, you know, she, she you know, good for her. She's off of it now. She's off of it now. She worked hard. So you hard. can successfully make it off of that list. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. If you try. Well, that's if you, less of a grudge if than you I try. think. If you play your cards right, you'll get off the list. You too can get off the Bailey hit list of life. Right, exactly. But uh, Miss McKinster, she's probably dead now. Good for her. Glad she is. She she was on it. You know, that was my third grade music teacher at Belvedere Elementary School. Uh, Sister Lucifer, we called her. Sister Lucia. She's still alive. She still looks old. Like she was old 20 years ago, 30 years ago. She looks the same now. Well, do you look her up every so often? And then, like, you've already had the 
the success rate in life or whatever. So what are you waiting for her? Like, are you going to write her a letter? Are you going to go back to the school you went to and say something to her? Like, what are you going to do? No, no, no. Again, why I'm on a different level is that that's not how you get your receipt. Success is the receipt. Winning is the receipt. So why is she still on the list? You feel like you're not successful yeah. enough for her to be off? No. Motivation. Okay. It so then pushes. she's never going to get off the list. Right. Unless she apologizes. How's she going to do that? Pick up a phone. So she needs to find you and apologize and she gets off the list. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen um, Happy Gilmore? A long time Steve ago. Steve Buscemi, the list. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lipstick, yeah. shotgun, or rifle, mm-hmm. long gun. I mean, I'm not going to do that. Don't get it twisted. The but rifle the, part or the lipstick part? Uh, the rifle part. Got it. <laughs> I put my channel lipstick on every night. <laughs> Chanel. And now that I'm out here, I'm just adding to the list. I've already added like eight names. That's a lot of people to add. I, I think know. you should leave the list where it is. I didn't see that coming either. Like, don't add any more people <laughs> to the list. Just leave it. I'm just as shocked as you, Nikki. <laughs> I didn't expect it. It's not my fault you make the list. The list makes the list. Oh, gosh. I'm just here to moderate. You're here to monitor Mo- the list. I'm here to moderate, motivate, and some other cool M word. Monitor. Mm-hmm. Monitor, mon- yes. monetize. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, good for you, Rock. The People's Champion Rock Nation Project Rock, which is his stuff with Under Armour. Mm-hmm. Rock Apocalypse, which I've never heard him say. But nope. he's like, why not? Let's throw that into right. it. <laughs> Just in case. So I'm figuring like if, if, if you use any of these words or terms in marketing, you'll get Bruce Buffered. Yep. You know, and he'll come after you. you know, just like the NFL comes after you know, radio or TV. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, the NCAA comes after you, all those things. So, anyway, all right, third round of headlines, and then we got Drunk John as we finish up the intervention for the week. I think you guys are going to like the little twist today, by the way. I guarantee you didn't see this coming. But anyway, what do you got for headlines? I'm going to tell you what Oprah is stepping down from and why a woman's tongue got her an award. All right, uh, two big stories from today. Third round of headlines here next. Hey, I want to do headlines. You want to do headlines? Oh, son of a... Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. I got to tell you, Nikki, your boy's killing it today. He's doing a great job. Fantastic. All right, third round of headlines. What do you got? Oprah cheated, so now she is done. H5. Hmm. For years, Oprah Winfrey's been a part of Weight Watchers as a spokesperson, a shareholder, and a member of the board of directors. Oprah Winfrey is now leaving Weight Watchers board of directors after disclosing her use of weight loss drugs. She's been don- she's going to be donating her stock to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. She's been a part of the board since about 2015, but she came out and told us that she was using Ozempic. And now they're like, you can't say Weight Watchers is helping you lose weight because that's a lie. Right. Well, can't you do both? Why can't you? Right. I right. guess not because you don't need Weight Watchers if you're using the the but, other drugs. But here's here's the thing with like Weight Watchers is Weight Watchers is more about your diet and nutrition. You know, so the pill, and I guess everybody's on this Ozempic, so I don't know much about it, but I can tell you. Uh, but it's a pill, right? It's, it's it, not. It's not. What is no. it? 
A shot. It's a shot. It's a shot. Okay. It's a diabetes medication. I'm on one of them. Not Ozempic, but I'm on one of them. And the only thing it does is curb your appetite. Right. It slows your metabolism down and slows your digestion process down so you feel fuller, longer, with less food. I still have to, I haven't started exercising yet, but I have started to, to follow a, a, a more regimented food plan. There are things I can and can't eat. Weight Watchers plus that drug is a a marriage made in heaven. They're stupid for not going and getting some kind of deal with Ozempic. Well, you know, and there's HCG that's out there. I've mm-hmm. done HCG before, and that worked for me, but you have to be disciplined enough to do 800 to 1,000 calories a day. But it's all about your diet as well as exercise with the HCG because it tricks the male body into feeling like it's got a fetus that you're feeding. So it takes mm-hmm. that belly fat and you know, anyway, long story. Now they have semi-glutide, which works really well for a lot of people. And I forget what type of medicine that was originally. It's a diabetic medication. That's diabetic. what Ozempic is. It yeah. is semiglutide. Okay, semiglutide. And mm-hmm. I can't take it. And what they don't tell you about semiglutide is if you have acid reflux, don't go anywhere near it. Really? It will make you feel like you want to die because I tried it. Oh. It's bad when I did the summer shred stuff. Mm-hmm. But you have to do both of them, right? So I, I agree. I don't know why they wouldn't just, you know, the day and age of saying Weight Watchers and South Beach and just the nutrition, like you have, you can't, with one, you have to have another. Not saying that you have to have the medicine or the shots, but you definitely have to, you can't just diet and not have exercise. If you're overweight, you know, that's going to cause a problem. Now, if you're mm-hmm. just trying, if you're like already skinny and you're trying to stay that weight, yeah, you can just diet. That's fine. Well, Weight Watchers says it's a conflict of interest. They want their product to stand alone. You know, my mother, not Weight Watchers, let me be perfectly clear, but my mother years ago, like back in the 80s, she had a job working for one of these weight loss places. I mean, I'm sure it doesn't even exist anymore. And they made her change the numbers on the scale. Wow. Yeah, it was tricky dicky. Set them heavier? Yeah. Set them lighter? Yeah. Well, well, depending on what the visit was, right? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God, you're so fat. Oh, my God, you've lost so much weight in one week. (laughs) You know, kind of thing. Yeah. All right, second story. What would you do if you had a big tongue? Age six. I could um, eat a yogurt without a spoon. I could get every single bit of yogurt out of a yogurt cup with just my tongue. Yeah. Portland, Hmm. Oregon resident Jenny Devonder is now the Guinness World Record Holder for having the longest, largest circumference of a female in the world. Her tongue measures the circumference 5.21 inches. That's bigger than a soda can. And, the, and wait a minute, what? Yeah, her tongue, the circumference of her tongue it's is bigger than a soda can. Bigger? No way. Yeah, you look at the picture. So she of the could story. stick her. You're saying she could stick her tongue out of her mouth and then hold a soda can as if it were a coaster. No, she can't hold a soda can. She sticks her tongue out her mouth, and this part that's under it, right? Uh-huh. Hers has girth to it. So when she sticks her tongue out, you see the girth under there, and the girth that sticks out is as is bigger than what a soda can would look. Well, that's like. what Nelson said. Like she could put it in a PVC pipe, which would be smaller than the circumference uh-huh. of a soda can, and get stuck. Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. I was thinking flattened out. He's talking about putting it around. That's what I was saying. Yeah, it's not the okay, length. Yes. It's the circumference. Understood. Understood. The girth. God, her husband must feel like when they get sexy time, Oral's like being in bed with a Komodo dragon. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, to be <laughs> honest scary. with you. The thing that was a little freaky to me is who figured this out, which was her son. <laughs> Well, you just that said, was kind of freaky. Well, you said, like, Mom, you got, I mean, it's kind of obvious. You got to like licking ice creams or lollipops. Right. 
You know, looking Licking like a cart. ice cream from the other seat. I can't tell you what either one of my parents' tongues look like. I have no idea. <laughs> if it was that big, I have you'd know. no well, idea. Right. If it were that big, you'd know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You don't have world record tongues. She right. said he's interested in the human body. That's why. That is kind of weird, though. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, why well, just, just, know that? It's like, yeah, it was really weird. My, uh, when my, my mom was naked one day and I noticed her tongue. <laughs> like, wait a minute, what? Back up. Oh. <laughs> All right, uh, this will be the last day of, well, this might be the last first day of the intervention with Drunk John. He's had his ups and downs this week. Quick recap for those who don't know what's going on, but every day we've had somebody from his past, whether it's family or friends, he has yet to remember anyone. I will tell you that if you've been following along all this week with Drunk John, the guests that we have on next... You don't see coming. All right? Promise you that. We'll do that here next. Hang on. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. Good morning. Getting ready for a weekend. There's Nikki D, Nelson, Kyle, and uh, we're going to bring up Drunk John here. Or possibly not so drunk John. Last couple days, he's been not so drunk John. Who knows? But when he called us a week ago today at this very time, he was trashed. And then we got to find out that this guy's got some kind of problem, big problem. Drinking ever since he was 13, he's like 50-some years old. He's just sitting in the house taking care of his mom and his dog and just drinking all the time. And then, uh, you know, like uh, Monday, Tuesday, it started to get better. And then we find out that not a good idea, whether that's true or not, to go cold turkey. And uh, then yesterday we find out that he he, he gets booze for boxes. Mm-hmm. He's got no job, but some buddy of his owns a liquor store and it's like, come out to the liquor store, break them down, and I'll give you free booze. I wouldn't call this guy a buddy. He doesn't sound very buddyish to me, knowing that John has a problem. He looks to me as somebody that's a user or an opportunist. Well, I don't think that guy cares if he got a problem. He not gets at all. Box is broken down, right? Why he's not a buddy. Throw him a bottle of Mad Dog or whatever the case may be. So what? Uh, what we've been doing this week is, you know, our our crazy research team has found people from his past that he he doesn't remember. That's how. That's what alcohol does to you, friends. And so we had his second cousin from his mom's side on Monday. I don't remember all the names. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wally, I think. Yep, we and had Wally. Wally. And Toby oh. from the dollar store, they had a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a friendship there. Uh, we had DeAndre, his African-American brother, that uh, his mom, I guess, uh, got a little frisky with his dad, Melvin. That's and some... he didn't ask her about it. Yeah, he didn't ask her about it. And then his deaf friend from Walmart, um, Merv. Yeah. Merv, Def Merv, Def Merv, who joined us yesterday, <laughs> at the, that's now a nine one one dispatcher. So, uh, but he doesn't remember any of them. None of them at all. No. So I he think, was really nice to them all, though. Yeah. All right, John. Good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well. How are y'all doing? No, 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 no. You are intoxicated. There's no doubt in my mind you're drunk right now. Mm, pretty much. I ain't gonna lie to you. What, what, why? You were doing so well this week. What oh, happened? Well. I went to work. You, the box thing, right? That's work? No, actually, I gave a gal some lemons. You gave a gal some what? Some lemons. What does that mean? Yeah, I gave, yeah. I guess he has a lemon great. tree and he sells them? Is that your job? You're a lemon lemonade stand guy or what? No, I freaking I picked some lemons. Okay, look, here's the deal. Hold on, hold on. Hold on, stop. John, stop. Okay, look, here's the deal. 
uh, is that if uh, last time you came on and you were drunk, you, you cussed. I can't have you do that. So make sure you're watching. You haven't done it yet, but just make sure you're watching the language, okay? Yes, I didn't cast it. No, no, no. I know. I'm just saying. I can see it coming a mile mm-hmm. away. All right. Well, uh, what did you have to drink, and when did you start drinking? All right. I got twenty bucks, and I got a bottle of vodka, mm-hmm. and I got a bottle of soda. Mm-hmm. And I started mixing drinks. At what time? Uh, about five o'clock. Five o'clock this morning. Yesterday. Or yesterday? Yesterday or this morning? Yesterday? Yeah, I did laundry yesterday. All right. And you've been up all night drinking? No. Actually, I do go to sleep. Dude. Okay. I'm just... So So did did anything resonate this week? Like, none of the... Nobody got through to you? Like, Tuesday, you were good. Wednesday, you were good. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I mean, even though it slipped a little bit, you still were good. And then you got here. It's like we went all the way back to where we were a week ago. The week entire ago Friday. The entire week was a wash, if not a bust. Um, like I said, I I keep trying, dude. All right. Well, what what you got the money? You consciously went to buy the liquor. You consciously poured it in your mouth. So what? How hard is it not just to say no? I'm not even going to go to the store. No, that's actually pretty hard. Is it really? Okay. Well, you know, I'm not, I'm not, well, I guess I am judging you a little bit, but you know, look, I'm not going through what you're going through. And, you know, we had the people on this week and I think people that are listening right now that have been following this quote unquote intervention are going to be very surprised by who we have this week. Are you ready for this week's guests, John? Say that again. Are you ready for this week's guests? Yeah, I guess I am. Okay. These are very important guests. All right, hold on. Let me punch them up here. And we've got Will and Nathan. And, Will, I want to start with you. Can you introduce yourself and tell everybody who you are and where you work? Absolutely. Uh, Thanks for having me on, Jason. My name is Will Mentesh, and I'm the founder and CEO of California Recovery Center. Okay. Uh, here in Roseville. All right. And and we have Nate. Nathan, good morning. Yes, good morning. I'm Nathan. I'm the director of admissions at California Recovery Center. Mm-hmm. All right. And you guys have uh, are, you guys are familiar with John on the phone and he's drunk again. Is this normal for uh, somebody that's been drinking since they're 13 and now 50 some years old? Yes, um, actually, it is normal um, to drink daily. Um, unfortunately, alcoholism is a, a disease, but it's a treatable disease, mm-hmm. and uh, that's why we're on the air today. We'd uh, yeah. love to, to help John get sober and kind of help him on his uh, his journey of recovery if he's willing. Yeah. So, John, all this week we've had people from your past come on and ask you to get help, but there was no like where to get help. Now we have Will. And we have Nathan, and uh, they are saying, hey, look, we've got a place uh, at the California Recovery Center in Roseville that you can go to. Is there, are, are we, is our interest peaked at all? John? Yeah, kind of. I freaking I had to think about that one. Okay, 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 kind of. Okay. So, What are you having to think about, John? I can tell you right now. 
Tringham. Okay, well, you, you do realize that you're going... Okay, so you take care of your mother, right? You're a caretaker for your mother? No. Okay, there's a good chance, and Nathan will tell me if I'm off here, that you could die before your mother, then she's not going to have anybody to take care of her. her. Right, Will? That makes sense. Absolutely. I mean, I think we're living on, you know, it's been 13 years old to now. I mean, uh, a lot of people don't make it that long. So so just think of it that way. We're lucky to have you here, John, today. Uh, and your mom's lucky to have you as well. Yeah. So uh, I hope you use this opportunity to, to seek some treatment and, um, you know, turn a new leaf. Let, let's sweeten the pot, Will. All right. So what, because what, yeah. I think here is what, I think what's going through John's mind right now is just like anyone with an addiction. And again, I'm not judging, but just what I've seen on TV and what I've gone through with people in my own personal life is that excuses, excuses, excuses. They'll find a million different reasons why not to get help. And in John's case, as we found out, I believe last week, he's a caretaker for his mother. He's got a dog. Those are the two main things in your life, John, right? Those are your big responsibilities. You got nothing else going on other than those two things, right? No, I have, I have another thing going on. What's the other thing? I have fucking somebody living in my shed. Okay. Well, they can. I don't think they need you there for you to live in their right. shed. I think. <laughs> I think it's your mom and your dog. Those are the big things. So, Will, let's sweeten the pot. How can we convince John, other than the fact that he could die before his mother and his mother will be left home alone to take care of the dog, and maybe that resonates a little bit, what can we do for John? What can you do for John? I'll tell you what I'll do for John. John, regardless of, of whatever your uh, your insurance or financial situation is, I will cover your treatment as long as you commit to me that you're willing to, to give it a shot and give it your best. I bet you don't even All have right. insurance, do you, John? No insurance? Nope. No? I have, I have no job. I have no money. I have nothing. Okay. So Will has just offered you an opportunity. To go to California Recovery Center, and I'll let Nathan get into the details here in a second on what the next step would be, for free. Free. For free. Zero dollars and zero cents. Not. Don't worry about insurance. Right. Don't worry about money. You don't need any of that. That is an opportunity of a lifetime yes. for you to continue to be around to take care of your mother and your dog and the guy in your shed. Nate, what would be the next step? So the next step is we would do a phone assessment with him just to gather up some clinical information. Then we'll run that past our medical director. Uh, just to tell you a little bit about how our detox center works is he would be with us for about seven to 10 days. He'll be under the care of 24 hour nursing and a board certified medical doctor who would tell her make a medication protocol specifically for his detox. And in about 10 days from, from now, you'll feel, you'll feel much better. You'll be sober. You'll be back to your baseline medically, and we can kind of discuss next steps from there. Usually what? Is that like outpatient after, after the detox? Well, we currently offer all levels of care. So we do detox, residential, day treatment, and day and evening outpatient. Okay. So the first step would be to get him, get him back to his baseline medically, right? Mm-hmm. Get him stabilized, get all the toxins out of his body. So typically what our doctor will do is he'll evaluate him in person and tailor make a medication protocol specifically for him. Typically with uh, an alcohol detox or historically, what our doctor will do is prescribe several different medications. He'll prescribe an anti-seizure medication, 
something for anxiety, elevated blood pressure, hypertension, nausea, and sleep. Then while he's in our care, every couple of hours, we're going to bring him into our nursing station where we monitor his vitals. We do some assessments on him. We look at his medication. So if a medication is working too much or too little, we can make adjustments. Uh, We do have a chef that will make his meals, so he doesn't have to do any cooking or anything like that. We also have a licensed therapist that will work with him individually. And we have counselors that will do group therapy and uh, kind of teach him how to treat the symptoms of his alcoholism. John, I don't know what you heard, but I heard drug, nurses, and free food. That's what I heard, too. I heard everything I wanted to hear. Right? I mean, like a week, it's like a week vacation, a paid vacation, and the outcome (laughs) is you get to actually live on this earth with your mother and your dog and the man in the shed a little bit longer. That sounds like a pretty good trip to me, dude. What about you? I'm all good and I'm all in. Are you really? Awesome. I'm all in. He said he's all in. Oh Look at there. Awesome. Are you kidding me? That is awesome, John. Awesome, John. I am both. Oh, God. I'm going to start something right now. John, are, are you, <laughs> hold on, John. Are you serious? I like. I thought that would take more convincing. Are you really going to do this? Yes. Oh. Woo, let's go. Let's, yeah. let's go, John. Oh, my God. That is so awesome. Wow. I'm so proud of you, man. What 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 is it in your head right now that's going well, this is an opportunity. I'm. I got to take it. What, what What's clicking right now? Uh, every time in some somebody's life, dude, it's time for a change. Have you ever had an opportunity like this in your life? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, and you turned it down. Yeah. All right. Was it free? Was it paid for? No. No. Okay. So you've never had this opportunity. Mm-hmm. So so Will and Nate also part of the story, which I'm sure you'll get to at California Recovery Center when when John comes in, but something that we briefly discussed is, you know, and I think this is this is in his head as well, is that he's got a he's got a kid out there that he hasn't had that much of a relationship with, and an ex wife who he's got a lot of regrets, which he openly admits mm-hmm. it's on him. Right. So even, you know, let bygones be bygones. You know, alcohol is 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 pretty much destroyed everything in between, and so I'm I'm assuming part of counseling and the steps would be to go back and mend those fences, right? Uh, and 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 just make sure everybody's good to go moving forward. Correct, Nate? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Okay. So first thing first is we're, we're going to get him detox. We're going to get him stabilized, <sighs> and uh, you know, get him get him back to his baseline medically, and then. So he'll meet good. with a the therapist and kind of peel back the layers of the onion, so to speak, yeah. to uh, you know figure out why why he's drinking the way he is. And oh my the God. reality is that the alcohol is really just a maladaptive coping skill. So we're gonna you know give him the cognitive and the behavioral coping skill to help him along his journey. And you know we're just we're just blessed and we're just honored to be a part of his journey and and to help you out, John. Yeah, I John, I can't, I can't tell you, John, in your drunken stupor right now the decision that you made me personally has and i've been in the crappiest mood this week you have just made me have more energy in my body than i think i've had in my body for the last two months <laughs> look at there john i mean seriously and people that are listening right now especially that have been following along with this if your hair on your arm is not standing up if you don't possibly have a tear rolling down your eye 
I mean, like something's wrong with you. This is this is this is this is a, this is the beginning of a new life for this man. Success story in the making. I'm so proud of you, dude. So proud of you. All right, John, I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. Nah. We're going to be here. By the way, we will be here for you as well. Okay, so you have us, and we're going to follow this journey too with uh, Will and Nate in the California Recovery Center. So hold on, buddy. Don't go anywhere. Let me do this and do this. Uh, uh, oh, let me pull Nate up here. Do that. There we go. All right. Will, Nate, California Reco- CalRecoveryCenter.com for those listening. 866-864-1986. Cal, C-A-L, RecoveryCenter.com. 866-864-1986. Gentlemen, you guys are lifesavers. You're superheroes. Yes. You're God among men. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you, Jay, for having us. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I mean, it started with... We got to thank Kevin Hernandez. We have to thank Kevin. He's My the man. hookup. He Kev, is the hookup. Kev, Kev. He always knows everybody. And he hooked this up. Will and I got on the phone. And bam, now we got John getting some real help outside of the goofy stuff we were doing this week. So thank you, gentlemen, so much. And uh, I'll check in with you uh, over the weekend, Will. And Nate, nice to meet you, my brother. Likewise. Thanks for having us. All right. I want to put you guys on hold. Good, guys. And, John, we look forward to seeing you. And, and one last thing is yes, sir. we have family programming. So, you know, those uh, the, the skeletons in the closet with uh, maybe the ex or, or whoever else, uh, we integrate that as well with our treatment protocols. So I think there's a good opportunity for, uh, for you to make some amends down the road. Awesome. And we're going to help with that, okay? All right. God bless you, Will. Uh, thanks so much for coming on, brother. All right. Thanks, guys. Take care. All right. We'll see you. All right. Thank you. I'm going to go do a victory lap. 916-909-0985. Give us a minute here. Hang on. There's only been a couple times that I've done something on the air that I've seen either somebody I'm working with or even myself, I think one time me, that shed a tear. But I shouldn't be surprised that Nelson's sitting over there crying after drunk John, uh, took the gift of checking into California Recovery Center with Will and Nate coming on and offering that up. Like, if that was like a really true intervention. That was. That was, that was. pretty damn cool. A week-long cool. intervention that ended spectacularly. You can say whatever you want to say about this radio show, and you can say uh, you know whatever you want about music and times and all that stuff, but I guarantee... For all the people that know how this business works, allegedly, there is not a single damn person or radio show in this market or in the country that just pulled that off. You know, so go back to your books and your statistics and tell me what was better than that. Um, but I like to look at Nelson cry. I really do. I do. Like, sniffling in my ear. In that case, I did because, you know, that was the emotion that you, he's still, he's wiping his nose. Yeah, he's been crying for it. seven minutes. I've been trying not to think about it. I'm trying not to go full on, start ball, balling. Oh no! Whatever you know what I'm not. Okay. No, 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 hold on, hold on. I'm not laughing at you. That's fine. I know. I know it's funny. It is funny. It's funny. It's not, I'm not funny. Laughing I don't at care. You. I, I really don't care. I I don't because it, uh, uh, we need to be uh, more in touch with with our sensibilities and our senses and our and our feelings as men. You are. And, we we saved that guy's life today. We, we did. Life. I battled addiction in my life. It's really hard. Oh my gosh, Nelson. Well, I, I, we, we did do a good thing. I didn't. I don't want you to be crying the rest of the day because we do gotta, you know, finish the show. That you does have to be life. done. Yeah, that's true. That's great. I'm glad you got that out of it though. That's, that's why I took from it. <laughs> 
Amy, you're sitting over there with Drunk John and Mom crying, aren't you? I am. <laughs> Everybody's crying. Oh, great. She's crying so much she's not getting a cell Her signal. Her phone ain't even working. No, How hard is she crying? She's crying. She's blocking the signals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wrote, I wrote something for John. Um, I guess it's... Um, it couldn't be more appropriate time. <laughs> right. Well, your cell phone's cracking out, but I'm glad that you uh, you got it, and I'm glad mom's out there and and all that good stuff. And that was cool. I got to tell you, I'm, you know, I was thinking about this during the break or whatever it was before we talked last. Is uh, like that's got to be real scary. What to not know? No, no, no. To like you know, cliche. Accept the gift, right? But you know, to to know that. This has been your life, like in John's case, for, you know, 40 years, let's just say, give or take, mm-hmm. right? And this is all that he's used to. He's used to the gloom and doom, the schedule, not working, nothing working out, uh, getting in trouble, alcohol, running his life, 40 years. And then one day out of nowhere, he decides to, sp- I want to use the word spontaneously, because I didn't think it was going to... One, I wasn't sure he was going to do it. Me either. He right. was very um, hesitant initially, and he said he needed to think about it. So I was like, oh, he's just kind of blowing us off. He's not going to do and, it. And two, well, we still don't know if he's going to do it, right? I mean, that's what people are going to like, easy, guys. You know, it's not mission accomplished yet, and I agree. But it, I, I I thought it was, it was like I was going to sit here and have to blow out songs and commercials or take it over to the next segment to actually convince him to go. But he, he accepted it before I think he even asked him. Yeah, once once great. he got the full breakdown and, and what the package was going to be and what he was going to be offered, he decided, and he said it himself, it was him taking that, making that decision in his mind like, okay, I have to now take the next step and get myself cleaned up. But that's what I'm saying is like being scary, right? You know, it's, it's, it's you've been in kind of a blur, a fog for all these years, and that would be a safe space, I would assume. Again, this is just me guessing. I don't know. I've, I've never had this type of addiction. So you've been in the safe space of negativity and mm-hmm. and, and, and gray, mm-hmm. and you are about to encounter clear blue skies. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, I would assume, if I were an alcoholic or anybody with an, any type of addiction, that would be terrifying to know what the world is really like without that safety net of that fog. Does and, that make sense? Yeah, and also to the- It's pretty it's, smart, right? Sounds pretty smart. Yeah, it's also intimidating just to think, are you worthy of it? And can you sustain it? That's the thing that would scare me. It's like you just publicly said, I'm going to do this thing. You have now all these people rooting you on, cheering for you. And it's like, okay, I said I'm going to do this. Can I commit and can I stick to it? That would be scary. Yeah. Uh, you got anything on the text machine? I don't know if we'll get it at the end of the show because they want us to get out of here quickly. Woo! let's go John that was one of the texts that came through the other one said you all are amazing helping drunk John has really touched my heart I'm so happy that he agreed to get help I love you guys more for this human kindness yeah that was good yeah I gotta tell you I feel good I feel really good I'm gonna take all the credit you should (laughs) all the credit I mean you should to you It's not a lie. That's uh, not being facetious. Yeah. But like you, we we took a call randomly, and you thought to to craft what was part entertaining and part life changing, and put it all into one. And I think right. that really oh, sums up don't what even, the Bailey Show is. Don't right. even get me started on the radio side of taking that call. 
because we don't have a phone screen in the nine o'clock hour. I just punched it up live because we it don't ran. have to talk mm-hmm. about why the accident happened. The accident <laughs> happened, and it's a beautiful accident. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, is that just proves some of my points that are around here? Nobody listens to me. So anyway, that's good news. That's uh, great news. And thanks to Will, and thanks to Nate again at the California Recovery Center. So here's like the next step, right? And yes, we were having fun with all the people and whatnot, but the the payoff was great. Uh, that's why I said you were going to be surprised. So, you know, as we go forward next week, we I, I'm assuming I'm going to give Will a call later on today, but I'm assuming we'll be able to follow the journey while mm-hmm. he's in in detox and while he's getting help at the California Recovery Center. Is that not like a violation of their privacy I, or HIPAA or something? I, I don't know. Nikki, I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, well, I've never. Like you can only have your HIPAA rights violated if it's been done without your permission. Oh, okay. So he can Agree. release that information himself. Yes. Okay. Do they have? Can you make phone calls when you're? I'm sure you can. Right? See, now I would wonder. I would think he would be cut off from yeah, that. Yeah, isolated. I don't know how intense a rehab the the Cal Recovery Center is. So. No, I don't know. I have no idea. I kind of want to go over and 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 tour the facility. I'm really interested now in how this works. I wonder if they'll let you in. I'm sure they will. Like for a tour? Yeah, they got. I mean, I probably couldn't go into a meeting. Right. You know, but I could go in for a tour and just walk around the hallways. Well, I don't know. I, I was able to go into a psych uh, ward sort of situation. We couldn't go around any of the patients, though. So maybe you can go to the areas where patients aren't. God, that'd be trippy, right? Yeah. You go into like, a, it was that movie Awakenings with Robin mm-hmm. Williams and Robert De Niro, and you get to go in that area where everybody's cuckoo ca mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, they kept us away from that. They're like, hey, want to play checkers? Huh? No, yeah, you know, weird stuff. Right. I feel like they're gonna bite my face. I don't think it's like that in there, though. I was gonna say nobody's gonna bite no. your face. Yeah, that's a different word. Oh, dramatic. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a that's a that's whole a crazy word. Yeah, that's <laughs> what that's what that's my whole point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For the final round of headlines, what do you got? I'm gonna tell you what school had kids sword fighting and why a bonus, not a bonus, a bong auction fell flat. Do you like? Do you have um, <laughs> dyslexia? Like every time you read, it's a struggle. Like the, the letters I are have bouncing bad around. Bad handwriting. So I why don't you bong, type it out? But it looks right. like bon- yeah. Like I don't have time to type it out. Type it out the night before. But every time you talk, it's like when you read these stories, you're like, and when the <laughs> thing happened, like we sound like we're third grade. Like you just learned in English. The swan from the student and that. And she needs help. No. Why don't you have an intern right? Oh, never mind. All right, fourth and final round of headlines. We'll get you all that. Last minute calls, comments, concerns. 916-909-0985. Anything more on the text machine? If we have time, we'll read those off. We'll do that all here next. Hang up. Stand by for news. News, 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 It's time for today's top two. Headlines. And fourth and final round of headlines. Got a teacher won at Game of Thrones in real life. H7. Albuquerque high school students sparring with real swords in the middle of chemistry class. It's a rapier. That's how you're supposed to use it like this. And because of this teacher's decision to have these kids use actual swords and sword fight in a chemistry classroom, she is now having the school sued for these actions. She Who, had. What were they using? A European style rapier and a samurai sword. What's Nelson? Are you hearing what I'm hearing? 
Samwai? Samwise Gamgees? Why is it a swad? Samurai. Why, you sound like the, sw- the swath. Um, swad. The swad be with you, right? You know, why is it a swad? Schwartz. I always say I that. Your... Every time I say it, you bring this up. This I is mean, the first time I've ever heard this. I say sword all the time. What's a sword? Sword, sword, whatever. Sword, swords. Sword. She had them sword, sword fighting sword. in class, and sword. the girl injured her sword. hand and ended up having to have surgery. How old are these kids? They were in high school chemistry. There were sixteen because she was teaching them about metals. So this was supposed to teach them about the different types of metals. So she brought in these I, two I, different swords. I, uh, swords. Uh, wow. I, at sixteen, I mean, I get it. I think it was an unfortunate accident. You know, it's not like they were, you know, putting apples on each other's heads and using bow and arrows and <laughs> stuff like that. These things were huge. You do not have children playing with something that can cut their arms off. Well, they're sitting in chemistry class with f- fire and chemicals that can blow up. And I mean, I think there's worse things that can happen. I think somebody just screwed up and didn't and didn't do it right. Yeah, well, she knew that she was swall. in trouble as soon as it happened. She made people like delete the videos off their phone and didn't even call 911 for 30 minutes. Have you really said sword in your life? Sword. Yeah. you? No one's ever said it's not a sword. I just always say a sword. Nobody's ever corrected you? Probably have, but I'm still going to say it because that's just how I've always said it. Yeah, but it's it's nobody knows what you're talking about. What, they know what, what am I'm I talking thinking about? about? Spaceballs, right? Yeah, you're not, Yeah, you're thinking of the Schwartz. The Schwartz, that's I right. I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. I see your Schwartz is as May the Schwartz be with you. Yeah, the Schwartz. <laughs> Go get the sword and may the Schwartz be with you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second headline. They hoped for millions and got pennies. H eight. Attention all auction enthusiasts and treasure hunters as well. You will be able to score some pretty amazing and rare treasures. When the state of California rated 10 cannabis businesses, they got over $14 million um, in back old taxes and things like that. So what they do is when they go raid these places, they take these items and they put them up for auction. In this particular auction, they were expecting to get some millions for all the things that they had collected. They ended up only getting $2,075. So it was a bit disappointing. Do they put it up on, is it? Propertyauctions.com. Is that the website? Does it say the website they do? No, it doesn't say the website. Because I remember when the website launched. I don't know if there's more now or it's different. I know it's changed hands over you know the years. And they had three warehouses. And one was in Orlando. And I had listeners that worked there. And it was cool. And they, uh, across the country, they would have different police-seized items that they would put on the website that you'd bid on. And it was, you know, and this is the early days. I mean, this was like 2007, 2008 days, you know, and because I bought I would buy I bought my poker tables from there and they had the evidence tag still on the poker table. But you could buy watches. You could buy they would sell um, manila envelopes of mystery, you know, mystery envelopes. So you didn't know what was in there. Coins, baseball cards. They just were trying to get rid of it, which so then brings me up to the, the begs the question of. If it was seized in the first place, how is it not illegal after it was seized? Uh, well, because... Question. Is it like the some, act of using? Hmm, I think it depends on the jurisdiction. Because uh, it's not illegal to have a used bong in California, but they seized their property in a tax raid. Yeah. So it depends on why the items were seized. Yeah. Well, the poker table, which was seized from North Carolina. Because it was the, illegal. 
right. a gamble it w- there. It was uh-huh. yeah, they you know, they were obviously having a game, taking a rake, and so it was seized, but it was technically illegal in Florida when I bought it to have at home poker games. Well, it's, but to have the game or to have the table, because like the game might be illegal, but the table oh, yeah, is yeah, still yeah, yeah. technically a table. You're right. You're right. You're right. So I just yeah, I'm buying a poker table for uh, drinks. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're gonna play Uno. Right. Yeah. 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 You're right. You got a point. Don't play regular cards. Right. You got anything on the text machine, or you want to yes. get it? Right? All right. Go. Ahead. That's so loud. Good morning, BS. Finally got around to watching The Greatest Night in Pop on Netflix. Thank you for talking about it. It was fantastic. Yeah, that's the one with the We Are the World stuff. Really good. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, Always do the CSI bit. It was hilarious. All right. Happy Friday, y'all. Hope you guys are having a good morning. Do you have any fun plans for the weekend? Yeah, tonight, Brett Michaels, Thunder Valley, venue. Ow, ow, ow. Party Gras. And then poker tomorrow. And I don't know. Trying to fix my blue fingernails. Yeah, relax on Sunday. What about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go probably out tonight, too. I'm going to do the mall tomorrow and the movies with my kids, spend some time with her, and then chill on Sunday. Yeah, you got to spend some time with her. Yeah. I agree. You got to talk to her. I talk to her every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think well, you, you need, need to apologize to her for what you want. Yeah, I think in you on. need to discuss why you had some no, ding ding at the house that night. It's fine. <laughs> Is that who you're hanging out with tonight, getting some? No. No. Who are you going out with tonight? She said no. Yeah. No. Going out with Lacey? In my, in my business. No, I'm going to see Lacey on the 15th. Yeah. Yeah. Another guy tonight? Different guy? No. Any Friends. G- I'm not hanging out with men tonight. No men? No. You're going to see that guy at all? No. He just sneaks in at night, doesn't he? No. <laughs> Call him the, the... He already lives there. The dinger, <laughs> the, the dinger ninja. The dinger ninja. Just sneaks in, crawls up the balcony. You know, second floor? No, I'm on the first one. Upstairs from Luca. Yeah, he just sneaks through the window. <laughs> yep. Negative. Comes well, he in. He just throws it up there and then he climbs it. Right, it's yeah. Like a, it's like yeah. a whip. <laughs> Penis punzel. <laughs> Rapinzel. Penis punzel. All right, Nelson, you got anything? Uh, Yeah, when help comes to you, take it. That's too serious. I like that. It's not too serious. It's good. Let's let's end on something good. For once? I was going to say for once. <laughs> I, was, I tried to pull up. You didn't have to hear the. F- you tried to pull out. Is that what you're trying to say? I tried to pull out. <laughs> Just go ahead and knock me up. It's fine. Mickey is up next. Enjoy three o'clock. It's the Abe Cannon show. <clears throat> I think he's going to have Darby Allen. I don't know if that's this Friday or next. Because Sting, he's a wrestling fan too. So mm. make sure you're listening for that. Good guy, good show. All right, look. Have yourself a great, safe weekend. I end every Friday show the same thing, right? Uh, I know you're going to be doing some drinking. I get it. I understand it. But if you've had too much, please do not get behind the wheel of a car. Uh, On the for real side of things, I've lost way too many friends like that. Don't want to see that happen to you. If all goes well, knock on. I can't ever remember the name of it. I'm trying. Swad. Uh, We'll talk to you Monday at 6 a.m. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show. What big award did you win today? You know, I kid out of disappointment. The BS.